Tuscaloosa's longest running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. And Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Brian, Brian Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you as we welcome you back to Radio Row. We will do a special show on Sunday morning when they are setting up the press conference. We'll have both coaches in a media availability, and we will carry that live here on Tide 100.9 as we are broadcasting on Radio Row, which uh, I've said a couple times is singular. Tide 100.9, 1230 has brought you to Los Angeles, and we're going to have some fun here in L.A. We're going to be our final show of 2020. No, actually, it's Sunday would be a show, but it will be a special edition of the game. I am Ryan Fowler. We're always brought to you by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325 Scotland Boulevard and online at com. Our coverage this week has been presented by a lot of great sponsors. We are here, and we're going to welcome in Elliot Bond in just a couple of minutes. And then we also have Brent Beard at 4 o'clock. We'll also replay a little bit of the Kevin Steele uh, defensive coordinator press conference, Alabama defense, Michigan's offense. We're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it. Even go back to some things that Kevin Steele said towards Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin accused uh, earlier this year, prior to the Ole Miss-Alabama game, that uh, – who was really calling plays, and he he almost tried to get in Kevin Steele's head, and as Kevin Steele reminded us, he goes, I know Lane very well. Uh, They do, and I I don't know if those guys are on the same page, but uh, Kevin Steele was not taking the bait today. He actually spun it around and said, well, I think we all know who the defensive coordinator is at the University of Alabama, and he's won seven national titles. His name? is Nick Saban. Woo. And so Kevin still had a lot of great things to say about Nick Saban, as rightfully so. And I think we also have a lot of great things to say about Kevin Steele because he's really fixed this Alabama defense. And I think when you look at uh, the Michigan Wolverines offense, and we'll go through this depth chart, we'll, we'll take a look, and we'll get your thoughts. I've got a special guest that I'm not going to tell you about coming up uh, around that 2.30 segment. Uh, the guy that's going to join me live in L.A., he took me out last night for dinner uh, and i avoided the media meal which was outstanding uh but i ended up uh, going with him and his wife my wife went with us and uh had a great time he showed me around a little bit he's a national guy but uh i've told him many times we're going to put him on the grand marshal the christmas parade at some point so uh he's walking around here doing a couple of radio hits and uh, he's going to join us coming up at 2 30 right now we are going to shift a little bit and one of our great sponsors we first off we just owe this guy a big gigantic thank you because it sponsors like bet you like taco casa like chicken salad chick that has allowed us to be here we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because we're able to, to return this to our audience and provide coverage that uh, that that hopefully you're looking for. We'll be with you for the next four hours. Elliot Bond is the BetU founder and CEO. He joined us last week uh, for an extended uh, conversation. We're going to dive into a lot of different things. Elliot Bond, welcome into the game. I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Hey, Ryan. Good to be back. Good to hear from you, and happy holidays to you and the Tie 100.9 crew. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you again for allowing us to be here because it's sponsors like yourself. Uh, no doubt there's a trade-off. We're, we're, we're promoting your product, but uh, also just allowing us to be here. You're, you're one of the big sponsors, and we say thank you for that. Uh, but it's also pretty exciting about the product because – you know, you look at the college football, and I know you and I were, were visiting earlier today via the phone. Uh, we're starting now getting the meat of this bowl schedule. Now is when it begins to – the exhibition games kind of tick up a little bit. And, and now we've got some significant games later today. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've been really excited to be a sponsor with you guys in the show here. And even from that hit last week, you know, a lot of action, a lot of betting picking up, especially as these bowl games get – more and more exciting and engaging and, and meaningful. You know, not all the, the bowl games can be the playoff ones, but having a little bit of action on each game can make it all that more exciting for uh, us as the fans and the viewers. So we're excited. And, um, yeah, we love seeing all the activity on BetU. Again, that is B-E-T-U. And it's Alabama's first and only legal sports betting mobile app. Download it today on the App Store for iPhone. Um, and bet your friends, not the bookie. They head-to-head peer-to-peer sports betting app where rather than just betting against a typical sports book, you know, you can bet heads up with a buddy of yours. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people out here listening are big Michigan fans or even Auburn fans who want to root for Michigan coming up. So what better way to watch the Rose Bowl coming up than to put a little action on it with the Tide. Well, and, and I want to go back and explain this because we, we had you in for an extended conversation with you and Kurt Johnson, uh, the founder of BetU and the CEO. We had you guys in the studio. We talked about it. But remind people, because people are going around right now in the state of Alabama going, I, I can't do that. I, I, hold on. I, I know I can't. Uh, explain why they can't. That's right. So Alabama is a state that typically prohibits traditional sports betting, right, bookmaking, where you have a house. And you have juice stacked it into the bets and things like that. Yeah, your typical sports betting. But one clear exception to the rule is betting against friends, not for a business setting like a, a FanDuel or DraftKings, any of those. Um, but with us, with BetU, there is no house. It's a social network where you can add friends, trash talk your buddies, follow your uh, picks and your friends' wins and losses, and all that kind of stuff to where you're only betting against each other. There is no house. There is no juice. Every bet is 100% free so that a $20 bet between you, uh, the Tide faithful, and an Auburn supporter who is suddenly a Wolverine fan, you know, a $20 bet is a $20 bet, and that's why we're allowed under Alabama law and places like Texas and Kentucky as well. And even so, I'm sure there's a handful of listeners down in the bayou in Louisiana um, that where we are operating right now and some in Arizona as well. And so that's what makes us allowed to operate in a state like Alabama um, legally. And so that, that bet, uh, you can literally download bet you. It takes just a couple of seconds. And as he said, uh, th- there's always, so, so let me, let me make sure, because I had a couple of questions and I know we, we, we got into a lot of different things last week. You, you can challenge your buddy, but there's also people there that you can challenge, uh, from different fan bases, correct? Absolutely. And I, myself, um, it's been valley hit a lot between the two of us over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I am a Georgia fan. I want to get that out of the way. I, I'm going to try my best to be as unbiased as I possibly can here. Elliot, 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 we are too. We are too. I mean, listen, we're, we're, listen you've got more Alabama pan, fans pulling for Georgia right now because we need you guys, okay? We need you guys to shut up 
these Florida State Seminoles, okay? So we're depending on our SEC brethren, okay? So I, I yeah. said this last week to you, but even more so this week because I've been trolled by FSU fans all week, all week, for little simple putting up Rose Bowl photos. So we need you guys uh, more than ever. So you said we, well, we're going to put we in there because go dogs, Take down the uh, FSU Seminoles. <laughs> Can I kind of clip that part where you said go dogs to that five exclamation points just so we can use that for some future promos? You can. You can. Yeah, okay. do it. Do good. it. I mean, good. I mean, good. I mean I'll, I'll say it real clear. Like, uh, go dogs. Uh, there we go. It's only a temporary go dogs. Uh, but I, I would. I'd <laughs> love for you guys. I would love for you guys to beat them, like, let's say 42 to nothing or 42 to it's, seven. And, and let FSU go. Right. Yeah, yeah, in, in well, first quarter. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I'd like to see them wave the flag and say, "Guys, it's over. Uh, we were just kidding." We're because I mean, they're even talking about claiming a championship. Yeah, these smaller schools, you know, non-blue chip programs like us here, they especially the ones out of Florida, they tend to try to claim national championships whenever they have a good run. You, you saw that out of UCF recently, and I would imagine if I was a Florida State fan and I was able to knock off the two-time defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. I just had to get that out there as well. You know, I'd probably claim a national championship myself here. And so, look, we're trying to do our part in this whole thing because, you know, we say at SEC it just means more. And anything we can do to help an up-and-coming program like the Tide here get a national championship, we'd love to contribute as much as we can. All right. So let's go into a couple of different things here, Elliot. I want to go back to uh, Bill O'Brien yesterday. Uh, I've been around a lot of press conferences. I've seen a lot, and many times it's not what you, you know what people think it is. Many times these press conferences can be they they have moments of excitement, but they can also be very boring too because you get coach talk, you get players talk. They only tell you what you know you want to hear, right? I mean, they're not going to say anything bulletin board material. Alabama spends a lot of times, but yesterday the question came up to J- for Jalen Milrow about people doubting him. And he said, well, I've, I've had my own offensive coordinator doubt me. And then he went into it, and we've played the audio multiple times yesterday. We can play it again a little bit later. But it, And then he backed it up and said, well, how'd that make you feel that Bill O'Brien said that, that, that you couldn't be a quarterback, that he wanted you to change positions? And he's looked at a reporter and he said, has anybody ever told you that you suck? How would that make you feel? And, I, I mean, I reacted for just a couple of minutes. I'm like, man. I mean, that's a coach. That's not a fan. That's not a media guy. That is your offensive quarter. That is the guy that you are trusting with your development. What was your reaction from that? Well, I'm going to do something I never thought I would do, and that's I may take the side of Bill O'Brien here just a little bit, just a little bit now, because way back in September, I feel like there was a lot more folks out there that could have been saying some of the same thing about Jalen Milroe. And, you know, someone who's coached up Mac Jones this year to such elite status and performance that the Patriots are having is Bill O'Brien. You really got to take what he says seriously, right? And um, at the end of the day, though, coming out of that Texas game and the South Florida and all that kind of stuff that happened, I mean, a lot of that was said about Jalen Milroe. But at the end of the day, it, that young man has come a long way, uh, a lot further than most. And we talk a lot about, oh, this team is a different team than – Earlier in the season, you know, that's said a lot about Florida State and um, their quarterback. And, heck, even Texas is not, in my opinion, we'll get into that later, uh, the same team that came into Tuscaloosa way back when. And so uh, I think that it's rather than a, a sounding board for 
you know, Jalen to, to use that as his own bulletin board material and motivation. That's great. But at the end of the day, you know, things have changed quite a bit since that has been said. And, you know, I'm not going to give Bill O'Brien too much credit, you know, jokes aside with the way that they performed at the NFL level this year. But, you know, I, I really do think that um, the comparison between where Jalen Monroe was back then, uh, what was said about him and where he is today, you know, he's better for all for it. And I, I tip my hat to him as, as much as it pains me to do so. Well, you know, and many times coaches, and, and we did take this approach yesterday, even though it's you doubt and you, you shouldn't have said it, sometimes coaches find you at your weak spots, and they know – how to, to challenge somebody. And Jalen Milrow is obviously challenged by people doubting him. I mean, he's created an entire brand called Lank, right? Let all the naysayers know. He's taken that and put in an NIL deal. I mean, it, it's like the theme that has provided fuel for this football team that let all the naysayers know. Uh, this team loves to be doubted, and I think they fuel off that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And as a Georgia fan, I can personally say that I wish he had fed into that Bill O'Brien quota and had, had changed his position to running back or literally anything else other than the quarterback we saw back at the SEC championship a few weeks ago because, um, yeah, he, he has flipped the, the script quite a bit and it's, it's something I didn't see coming. I don't, as people ask themselves internally, they saw it coming, but he has, uh, flipped that light switch on and it's, it's shown on the field each and every Saturday. And I think it's going to show up on Monday as well. I'd like to ask you, when you look back at, at Michigan, and, and this has been a theme out here, when we talk about cheating and we talk about uh, breaking down the, the the side of things, and it looks like there's even more out there, right? I mean, th- there could be more, and who knows? The NCAA is just kind of waiting back, and will they you know, get involved? But as someone who takes a look at, at integrity, right? We, we've got to have integrity in the sport because, you know, we don't need guys point shaving. We don't need guys, you know, fumbling at the one-yard line just to prevent, you know, from going to a spread side, side of situation. Uh, from someone in your spot, when you look at what Michigan uh, has violated, the violations of integrity of sports, how do you view that? You know, it's one of those things where you see the guys with the, the sign stealing and the Connor Stallions and all this and that throughout the year, right? Um, the, the, the guys on the sidelines are holding up those, those big signs, trying to block the, the backup quarterbacks and everything from getting the signs out. And they have those, um, those coated whiteboards with all the different pictures on them for the plays and yada, yada. And so this is going on. And I think that there's no doubt about it. Every team is preparing for it to some degree, but taking it to the level that has been alleged by Michigan, it, it does really amp the stakes quite a bit. And one thing, you know, I personally think, and again, this is my unbiased opinion coming out here, that, you know, all the talk was about keeping Florida State out of the playoffs. You know, but a team that's coming through with this level or lack of integrity is Michigan. Yeah, we should have given a little more consideration to whether they were one of the deserving or best teams that was in the playoffs rather than let's just – for instance, a Georgia who could have been in that spot at the end of the day. You know, we have to call into question, you know, why should we let this continue on and whether or not, you know, we want to really allow Michigan to get into the Rose Bowl after all that. I, that's just me talking here. You know, people are saying it, and I'm, I'm just relaying that to you and your listeners right now. But at the end of the day, it, this stuff that's come out lately about the, the, what is it, the catapult video system or the Alabama players, not being able to watch them, their iPads and individually, 
You know, it's just possibly just more noise and something that may be something where you get, they say Nick Saban was a, a month to prepare, right, is, is a dangerous thing, and there's no stopping that. And it just could be more distraction. And if I'm Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan faithful, I'm looking for any angle I can play here. And if anything, I may even lean into that espionage quite a bit. You know, my, my last name is Bond, so we know a little bit about espionage in our family here, right? And just from my perspective on all of this, it's probably much to do about nothing. And that could just be the one trick I have up my sleeve if I'm Jim Harbaugh to play to say, well, if we give Nick Saban a month to prepare, at the very least, let's try to distract him and focusing on, you know, all these video hacking and things like that going on that, you know, the, the, micro, uh, the microscope is on Michigan right now. And if they're trying to pull something right now with the greatest spotlight on them, then, hey, more, more power to them for trying that sort of risky maneuver. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be a factor at all, and they're going to play it out, and yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, you just led me to another question because maybe Nick Saban's playing with Jim Harbaugh's head. Maybe maybe this is psychology. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like, it, it kind of get. I mean, listen, these coaches do it. I mean, they, they love to oh, do yeah. the gamesmanship and get people distracted. Uh, you know, Lane Kiffin. I I mentioned Kevin Steele a couple of minutes ago with Kevin Steele and Lane Kiffin. I mean, that was all what Lane Kiffin was doing. That had nothing to do with Kevin Steele. It's just trying to find a way to get him distracted, where he can spend fifteen minutes thinking about this rather than that. Hey, I wouldn't put it past either one of these coaches. And if there was a little bit of back and forth there, and it's you know double agent, triple agent, any kind of thing like that to just get some little advantage or some level of distraction, then hey, I love it. I'm all for it. Let's have let's have guys with cameras in their hats walking through the buildings and you know fake mustaches on, and let's see what we can do here. But yeah, when it comes down to it, with so much time to prepare, that all this stuff is going to start trickling out. And I just don't see any way that, you know, Michigan got to this point now and they have all the attention and they've had months of scrutiny. And, you know, they're, they're sort of playing with this must-win mentality. that They've gotten embarrassed the last couple of years uh, in the first round of the playoffs. And they, they really have to win this game. And I'm not saying they're going to, but from their perspective, they have to. And if they can resort to any kind of tricks and tomfoolery, you know, to – try and distract and help their favor, more power to them. But And if Saban, is, if there's anybody that can pull that card to say, well, if you can jump into this pool, then so can we. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a minimal effort what, uh, when it's all said and done from uh, Alabama to try and counter that. But at the end of the day, it's going to be much to do about nothing, and it'll all come out in the wash. All right, let's get into some bowl predictions here. The Missouri Tigers and Ohio State. This is a top ten matchup, and it's kind of like saying, "Hey, we, we, SEC, we believe in you." Right now, when you look at the SEC, uh, was looking at a couple. Oh, actually, uh, Kentucky has scored since you and I have been visiting here, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. So Kentucky up on Clemson there in the Gator Bowl. But let's go to Ohio State. Uh, the Missouri Tigers are the underdog here, minus the five. Ohio State minus the five. Yeah, I think this comes down to, you know, it's a battle of who wants to be here. Um, Ohio State, their whole season boiled down to beating Michigan, and they did not. And you've seen that with the transfer portal and the NFL draft with guys. And, you know, Kyle McCord, poor guy, loses one game and gets run out of town. Granted, he winds up at Syracuse with, you know, the wonderful Fran Brown um, coming from Georgia over there to pull him into there. So um, you got to love that. 
But, you know, Devin Brown for Ohio State, I think this is his first career start, right? And I, I just don't see the motivation there. And then on the flip side, you've got a Missouri program that just won 10 games and went into Athens this year and played really, really hard and had a tough loss against an LSU team, you know, with the Heisman winning trophy or winning player there. And I, I think that Missouri is coming to play and they're coming to buckle up the chin straps and, you know, all the talk about Marvin Harrison Jr. as a receiver the number one receiver this year, but Luther Burton for Missouri is a dude. I mean, that is a blue chip receiver that they have that no one that really gets overshined by uh, Marvin Harrison and that Cody Schrader, the running back of theirs, uh, he's averaging like 200 yards from scrimmage a game the last several weeks. And, you know, at the end of the day, Missouri's coming to play. And I, I, I think that this, you know, the joke about it just means more. Well, this game is going to mean a lot more. Uh, Eli Drinkowitz and the Missouri Tigers and, you know, even getting the points, I'm leaning Missouri money line on this one. All right, let's go Georgia-Florida State. This is a game that you're a dog <laughs> and we, we are dogs uh, for just this one right. game now. At, at, at about 5 o'clock, we're done with dogs, okay? We're, we're done <laughs> with dogs, uh, okay? So we're going to pull for you guys. We want you to pound Florida State, but at the end of the day, um, we're we're, we're not going out and buying T-shirts because it's, it's just temporary thing. Georgia minus the 20. We've seen this line explode uh, when you look at the dogs, the big favorite against Florida State. Yeah, and I think that line says all you really need to hear about this this game. Um, I talked about teams not wanting to be there. Well, these are two teams that definitely do not want to be in Miami for this one. They didn't want to be playing on a Saturday. They want to be playing on Monday and you know, it's, it's going to be a battle of motivation, and I just feel that Kirby has a knack for telling, getting his guys fired up for games that may not be as important. I mean, the last two years, he had everybody on the team thinking the entire media and the entire country picked him to go 6-6, six and six. and I don't know how he does it every year, but he convinces somehow a bunch of five- and four-star players that everybody doubts them, and they're not thinking that they're very good, and I, I just have to back Kirby. Um, I, I will to the end of my days in this one. But um, yeah, I'm thinking Georgia in the 65 range, maybe Florida State gets a, a sad field goal at the end so that they don't have a shutout on the board. But it, it's going to be ugly. Carson Beck's going to show the world why he's going to be the Heisman favorite next year, possible number one pick in the draft next year, all of that kind of stuff. It, it's going to be all about next year for the dogs and Florida State. It, there's just no way – that the human element can't factor into this, that, you know, they're defeated. Um, it's, and I would be too if I were them, but I, it's going to be ugly and it's going to be dogs by a billion. All right. And, and we hope that's true. And, and we hope they, uh, you know, they, they'll claim whatever national title because really the debate, and, and we don't have time to get into this, but Georgia, Florida State, to me, that's the debate about number five. It's it's not about Alabama and Florida State at four. It's about Georgia and Florida State at five, and and and, and maybe you guys will back this up. Texas Washington Sugar Bowl uh, down in New Orleans. It is Texas minus the four. Yeah, and um, yeah, this this is really getting overshadowed by you know the big Alabama Michigan matchup. But at the end of the day, these are two of the four elite teams and you know, Washington comes in with what I would consider is the best wide receiving core in the country. Uh, the running back Dylan Johnson has been running well the second half of the year. You know, Michael Penix, he started off as the Heisman favorite for a little bit then tailored off, but their running game and defense has really stepped up. And you know, on the flip side, 
Uh, Texas has a – they've got monsters on the defensive line and um, on the offensive side of the ball as well. Twin, twin Ewers is having a, a heck of a year. But at the end of the day, I if you had to ask me, do you trust Steve Sarkeesian to win the big game? And I, I just can't – I can't see myself getting there. Um, and a lot of people are saying, you know, Washington, they played what people thought would be a tough Pac-12 uh, schedule, but – you know, they beat Oregon, but kind of found out that Oregon actually wasn't that good. And, you know, guess what? The, uh, Texas and their Big 12 schedule wasn't that very, it wasn't that good either, in my opinion. Um, Texas' only good win was at Alabama. And back when, when I said earlier, you know, Jalen Milrow wasn't Jalen Milrow in all capital letters. And Alabama had a lot to figure out back then. And, you know, they really hung on to that win for about as long as you possibly could. And, you know, Texas barely beat a Houston team who's ended up four and eight, I think. Uh, barely survived against TCU, who had a losing record. Should have lost to Iowa State. Should have lost to Kansas State. Um, and oh, by the way, lost to a bad Oklahoma team um, who just got you know, beat pretty badly last night against Arizona. And so, I think Texas is getting too much credit for beating Alabama, however many weeks, months ago. And that's all that they have to their credit. And they're just really an eight and four team with window dressing as an 11 and one team. And I think that they're about to get exposed on national television for, as potentially fraudulent. And I could see Washington winning by double digits here. Final game that here at the Rose Bowl right now we're talking with Bet You CEO founder Elliot Bond. And it is a social network slash challenging your friends slash betting app. For the state of Alabama, you say, how in the world can it be legal? Check it out. Bet you. You can download the app, and there is no juice. There is no, like, percentage you got to give to Elliot and his team there. It is simply if you make a $20 challenge or a $150 challenge, uh, you get that 150 bucks. So you don't have to pay juice. You don't have to pay a percentage. There's not a cut out of it. Uh, let's take this Rose Bowl game. We're here, and it's because of you guys that we're here. Bet you. Uh, sponsored our coverage coming out here. They will be, hopefully, if Alabama is over there in Houston. But uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, when you look at Alabama and the Michigan Wolverines, Alabama, the underdog here in the Rose Bowl, we've watched this line stay pretty much the same. It drifted down a little bit, but it's back up. It's Michigan minus the two. Uh, this line continues to perplex me, and I I don't get it. I, I make a lot of jokes about Alabama, mainly because I'm in denial as a Georgia fan. And, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get through all the 10 stages of grief. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I just cannot fathom Alabama not showing up for this game. Um, it pains me to say that, but it's just the hard truth of it. And, and I'll, I've been trying to find a few points to just say, well, why is Michigan favored? Why – or how can they win? And, you know, I, I would say that they have more experience when it comes to the playoff for the last couple of years that is currently on the team and the playmakers on the team. But, you know, I, I just, I just can't see it. I can't see it happening. They, they've put up what 200 average 250 yards a game the last five or six games, um, against inferior offenses in the Big Ten. And, you know, whether that's, just the fact that they don't score a lot of points in the Big Ten or not, you know, who's to say? But um, I think there is just a different breed of football player in the state of Michigan and the state of Alabama. And at the end of the day, you know, Michigan is going to just be the same thing we've seen the last few years in the playoff. Um, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if that line flipped at the last minute, if I'm being honest. And, you know, if you want to grab the points now, be my guest. But I don't think Alabama betters are going to need it at the end of the day. But the one thing I will say, though, is that, you know, don't underestimate the impact of Michigan losing these last few years because to them, they have to win. Otherwise, any legacy that, you know, Harbaugh is building and he's probably off to the NFL next year and uh, all these star players, Corum, McCarthy, you know, they're going to be gone as well. And, you know, getting back into a corner and playing with nothing to lose and that, that desperation mode, you know, it, that could be their it factor at the end of the day. But Alabama has a lot more it factors. And I, I think, uh, here we go. My wife told me to tell you this, but the tide is going to roll on Monday. So there okay. it is. Is she a Tide yeah. fan? She is. She is. I mean, she's listening right now. Um, and I've, I've dished it out quite a bit the last couple of years. And, you know, we didn't really have much as dog fans to, to bark about the last, what, 40 years before that. So I got it my money's worth. And I have a feeling about to eat a lot of crow on the home front and from all my friends and other family. So you live with it. You know, you dish it out. If you can't dish it out, you know, you got to be prepared to take some on the back end, too. And, hey, that's why an app like Bet You, we built that for this, is, we love having these different rivalries come back to back, head to head against each other. And, you know, we embed all the trash talk, all the group chats, all the, the dynamic of different rivalries coming together and putting your money where your mouth is. And that's what you do on Bet You. Um, download it today. And hey, we ran this last week as well. Uh, I'll, I will begrudgingly take Michigan minus the points on Bet You for anyone out there who's listening. You know, add me as a friend at betu.ceo, and I, I will take your Alabama bet. I will do it. I'll bite the bullet and bet on the Wolverines this weekend. Um, we ran that last week, and I got a lot of Florida State bets, a lot more than you know, folks betting on uh, betting on Alabama. So I want to see a little bit more tied action on there. So look me up at betu.ceo, and hey, let's get some action going. Betu. Uh, what did you say? Dot CEO? Is that the way you find you? That's correct. Okay, got it. Well, I, I, I'll just I'll leave you with this. You know, we always say the better half. Uh, in Elliot, in your case, she is the better half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about that. So um, I, well, I, I mean, wish I we could bet on that one. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but if she's an Alabama fan, I mean, that that gives her a leg up right there. I mean, she she's she's got the advantage probably in a lot of different areas, but that's more <laughs> significant. Yeah, looks, demeanor, supporting teams, all that kind of stuff. I, I'm I'm really playing behind the eight ball here. I'm probably the Florida State in that scenario where yeah, I'm the twenty point underdog across the board. But you know, yeah, you, you outkick the coverage sometimes, and that's, that's what we try to do. Elliot Bond, thank you again. Uh, thanks again for allowing us to be here and provide this coverage to the great fans. Uh, go out and download the app. Check it out. Explore. Uh, you can read a lot about this. Uh, we greatly appreciate uh, Elliot Bond, CEO and founder of BetU. Uh, Elliot, thanks for giving us the opportunity to be here in L.A. Thank you, man. Thanks, Ryan. Happy holidays and happy new year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to get involved. We've got a very special guest that's going to join me here on Radio Row. Coming up in a couple of minutes right here on Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. 
Details to listen by like crime unit investigation into the December 20th traffic stop by PTV that resulted in the fatal shooting of 24-year-old Tristan Clark continues. Clark's family claims the shooting was unjustified. Birmingham shows North International Airport expecting heavy usage today. A lot of Alabama fans heading to the West Coast for Monday's Rose Bowl game. And amid all the excitement about Alabama's appearance in the Rose Bowl Monday, the Crimson Tide men's basketball team is home tomorrow, 1 p.m. against Liberty at Colby. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. The epic battle between the Alabama Crimson Tide and 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of clouds this morning. We'll see break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening. And so will a mix of sprinkles and snow for So accumulations expected below near 32. For your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions for the high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. McCarran, draw play. Lacey, huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa on Tide at 100.9 around the globe on Tide109.com. Also, check out our great coverage of all of the weekend. We've got press conferences. Tomorrow's media day. Uh, find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. I've got a lot of interviews that I'm going to be conducting tomorrow from the Alabama players, a lot of the coaches. We'll post those on social networks. Remember, our coverage this week is presented by BetU. Chicken Sour Chick, Taco Casa, Blue Spring Living Water, Matthew Breyers, Breyers Spray Foam, Good Works, Fabrication. I appreciate those guys for jumping on board. Daniel Moore, back in 1926, Alabama won their first national title. In the Rose Bowl, they scored 20 points against Washington. And Daniel Moore is giving you a 20% off discount because of that. you got to mention this code word. This, this is the only code word that will get you the game, the game, 20% off DanielMoreArt.com. Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores, ChuckNorwoodTeam.com. You guys love this next guest. Who is it? I'll introduce him live on Radio Row in two minutes. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And BBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brian arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either location in our immediate area tuscaloosa and the original location there off jug factory road downtown northport dreamland ain't nothing like them nowhere pharmacy at midtown tj thomas he's the nick saban of pharmacists and if you're a pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205 752 0627. 
sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Ready to change. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide. Local high school sports and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Our coverage this week presented by those great sponsors, Tacos Casa, Chicken Salad Chick. Uh, you also find Bet You, which we just had Elliot Bond a couple of minutes ago. Uh, Remax of Gulf Shores, Chuck Norwood Team, Blue Spring Living Water. Blue Spring Living Water. Uh, we're going to continue to think Briar Spray Foam. Those guys are a huge part of our show. They have been for several years, but they took it to another level to help us get out here. Daniel Moore Art. I have known this guy for a long time. We have done a lot of radio. He has uh, been a big fan favorite here uh, in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9. And uh, Aaron Torres joins me live on Radio Row. This is a bucket list. Him and I have smack talked over the years. We wanted to... Smack talked? I've never said anything bad about Alabama. I'm Mr. Tuscaloosa. You are, but I mean, I'm talking about... We, we went, we've chattered back and forth. For sure. Okay. And, and we, I've had to give you the tough news sometimes. I, I don't want to say I've never said anything bad about Alabama. As a matter of fact, I think that's why you like me because sometimes I have to be too honest with you guys. By the way, you are such a walking cliche. You are literally sipping out of a Chick-fil-A cup right now. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you not Did drink you, when you're on the air? I, mean, I gotta, do. Okay. Did you, uh, should I just, uh, I'll give out a dirty little secret. We went out, we went out to dinner last night, but, they did not have sweet tea. You asked for sweet tea, they didn't. So sorry about my 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 terrible now listen, adopted I, I may hometown. have a doctor that's listening to my show that gets on to me. It's half and half, Torres. It's half and half. And look, you can even look. Uh, I'll show you the Chick Fil A receipt. Okay, it's half and half. I promise. But okay. uh, we've been wanting to do this forever. I've I know been, the private jet well, for Tide was going to come get you one year and bring you over to to get to a game. Remember, and, national championship game was at SoFi Stadium last year. But see. You said Pete Golding ruined it. I was the Bill O'Brien is to blame. Hate to brag. Wasn't the guy who asked this question yesterday. But I think, I think we got to put a, a check mark in the, the box for Torres because I was team Bill O'Brien is to blame. You said Pete Golding ruined your entire 2022. You, we would have done this last year, but one of the two is to blame. And I think I'm looking good and looking smart by saying that it was Bill O'Brien all along. I know, and we were coming out here, but how about both of them? Because sure. when, when I look at Kevin Steele, he's fixed that Alabama defense. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. We, and you know, we got to be careful because the guy might even be in this hotel. 
early in the season. I'll be quiet. Um, uh, here, I'll, I'll cut you. Where, where, where they can't hear you. Okay, go. I don't think I was critical of Tommy Reese because I don't think I knew enough about what he was trying to do. But now that we are here at the Rose Bowl, a couple miles from the iconic venue, Alabama's first trip to the Rose Bowl since what year? Not the not the stadium, the Rose Bowl, like okay. 1935, right? Well, we played Texas there, but the Rose Bowl, yeah. we played in Dallas in 2020. Oh, so true. But, true. But it didn't count. I mean, it, that, that's not the Rose Bowl. You beat Notre Dame. They're okay. not even but real the, And the BCA, that was the, the Texas-Alabama game was a BCS championship mm-hmm. game, so it wasn't officially the Rose yeah. Bowl. Okay. This goes back to 1946, the 1945 season. Yes. January the 1st, 1946, the 45 season, the calendar year 46. So I remember... You remember that game? No, I don't I don't remember that game. I'm working with Arnie Spanier later this weekend. I'll ask him about it. Um, there were a lot of people that were concerned about Tommy Reese, and I'm not going to name names. One of them may be at this table. Now that we've come full circle, you got a chance to talk with him yesterday. I wasn't able to make that media availability. What is the perception of him now versus, say, so today's, you know, today's December 29th, so say September 15th versus now? As the media is leaving for uh, Michigan. Uh, oh, that, that's where they're going to practice. So oh. uh, uh, I saw a couple of Connor Stallions in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to be careful. Hey. All right, but but no, the perception. I have a second take after this one, okay? Okay, yeah, you, you got all the takes in the world. We're on until 6. So, uh, I know. And we'll okay. take phone calls. I know you got to jump on another radio show. I'm supposed to. I haven't gotten that text yet, so I might just not pick up. But it's okay. It's okay. You ever so, do that to me? No. Well, I'm not going to lie. Last Friday, <laughs> wife was off of work. We went to the Rams game on Thursday. Was just about to sit down for a nap. And it's Friday. It's the hot, it's the day. Before, it's two days. Hold before on a Christmas. minute. You sent me a text, and I want to go back and read this. Okay, Torres sent me a text, and he goes, "Hey man, I got to do something with the wife. I'm not going to be able to get on this afternoon." And that was like uh, maybe five minutes before I went on the air. Uh, let me go back to last Friday. I mean, I'm calling you out. We right did here. do something. The head hit the pillow. That's exactly what we did. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see here. So two. I have yeah. Two yeah. You did, but you did say, "Dude, I am so sorry." I felt I'm, terrible. Yeah. And you did. You did. All right. But okay. I didn't even sleep that well that afternoon. Okay. So so first, Tommy Reese. So two thumbs up. Let me say this. You ever taken it? Because you went to Connecticut. You're alum there. Sure. You ever went to a class and they didn't prepare you, and then all of a sudden the substitute teacher comes in. And it's like her job to get you to make up for what you didn't learn for the first six weeks. Sure. Absolutely. Yesterday when I heard what Jalen Milrose said, it goes back to the development side of Bill O'Brien. He didn't pour much into this young Mm -hmm. man. Tommy Reese had to come in and catch him up. Tyler Buckner was that safety blanket, right? Because if you don't know, hey, are we going to be able to get him to the final exam? Are we going to be able to get him there? And they had to go get a safety blanket somewhere to go get him. So looking at Tommy Reese... Yesterday, I built more respect for him. I, I thought he was a solid guy. I haven't been as critical as some. There, there's some people that just toast him in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I built a ton of respect for him. Okay. So, yeah. So, I agree. And the one thing that I think I've learned as time has gone on, it's interesting. The Gator Bowl just finished. Uh, by the way, that was like the game of the year. I know you were busy doing radio. Why I bring it up. So, Mark Stoops was almost the Texas A&M coach. So, this is why it's on my brain. I think there are times where, whether it's a head coach, a coordinator, or whatever, there's a big name that gets hired, and we all get excited, 
And when Bill O'Brien was hired as the offensive coordinator, I got excited for Alabama fans. And I sat there and said, former NFL head coach coming in to call plays, what more could you ask for as an Alabama fan? But why I bring it up and I go back to the Mark Stoops, Texas A&M thing. I think I've kind of come full circle where I tend to think the more established a guy is, the less they're willing to take outside outside not criticism but constructive feedback whatever and i really get the sense bill o'brien versus tommy reese bill o'brien i'm the nfl guy i know everything i was just a head coach whatever tommy reese i'm young i'm climbing up the ladder i haven't seen the mountaintop yet coach saban what do i need to do differently you think you think and and i know these coaches meetings get pretty tense you think there was ever a moment where Bill O'Brien got one of those famed, like, like I Butt can't, cheering. yes, yes, as Lane Kiffin would say, I could see the scenario, like, like it just feels like Tommy Reese would have been more receptive to the coaching of the coach, basically, like, and and that's where I, I give him, I don't know this for sure, but I, I just tend to think you get these older guys, they're established, they've been doing it their way. Again, to go back to the Mark Stoops analogy, that's why I didn't like the hire at Texas A&M. I don't care how many games he's won at Kentucky. He's going to come in stubborn, do it his way, and that's just the vibe that I got about Bill O'Brien as opposed to a Tommy Reese who wants to come in, learn, never worked with the players, the caliber of Jalen Milrow, et cetera. Anyway, I'm going long, and I don't know if this is even making no, sense. No, 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 it is. it's perfect because I do look at Bill O'Brien. Listen you got to eat a lot of humble pie. Yes, to work for Nick Saban, right? To work for Nick Saban, but you're coming from the NFL. Uh, What you looking for? I'm looking for an outlet. My computer's about to die, but it's nothing important. No, no, come come. on. I should have done this during the commercial break. No, I mean, it's a a little live radio, man. uh, i got plenty of plugs over here, man. I mean, listen, I mean, when you're the only radio uh, station on Radio Row, I mean, you got plenty of AC outlets, man. I mean, that's... uh, Well, no. Well, we appreciate you coming out here, man. How have you liked your trip so far? Beautiful. Yeah. You know, I, I've actually... Thank you, sir. I have been a little bit... Okay. You haven't done much because you're doing four hours of radio, prepping, press conferences, whatever. Okay, but, but, but let me let me say this, okay? Because people talk about L.A. They talk about L.A. I mean, my, my listening audience was talking about, I'm one of those guys. I'm going to make the best of anything. Of course. I mean, you put me in the middle of, uh, you know, I don't know, Indonesia. I'm sure. going to have fun. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak any of the language, don't know anything, but I'm going to have fun. Isn't that where you went because uh, of Pete Golding last year? You had all those credit card points? It's Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alaska. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same thing. Same Indonesia, thing. Indonesia, Alaska is pretty, pretty similar. But um, when you when you back up a little bit and, and you think about where were we at? We were talking about – oh, you were, you were about to compliment L.A. Yeah, And okay. I think a lot of your yeah. – yeah. Okay, so, so it, I mean, the way the people got me – because I, I was here when I was 16 years of age. Mm-hmm. I haven't been back. And so when I think about this city, I mean, I thought I was going to be stepping over like cocaine just to get to the Chick-fil-A. I mean, that's what the audience had me prepared for. And really, it's not like that. It's, yeah, there's a lot of homeless people here. They're just poor people. Yeah. And and really, the economy here sets up for, it's rough. I mean, heck, I'm not even, you know, have a house here. I mean, it's expensive. Sure. So it, it almost knocks everybody down. So I've been really, you know, Walking around, uh, I haven't seen anything crazy. Uh, my wife now, I told you, she's like the explorer. Yeah. Okay? I mean, she jumps on the train. She goes all over the city. Now, 
I mean, I hope she makes it back tonight. <laughs> I pray, but yeah. uh, uh, she's going to Universal Studios today. It's uh, a great, it's a great spot. No, it's been like three hours in the library the other day. I know. There's a great library down here. I have a friend who actually works there. Anyway, um, no, it's it's a nice city. You're gonna love Pasadena too. You I, tell I, me. I, I can't still, wait. Still, I mean, well, you know, the problem is you'll probably only come in on game day. It will be a little bit hectic. I'm going for media day tomorrow morning. Oh, tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'll be up there tomorrow morning. Hmm. Let's grab lunch or something while you're there. Well, they're going to feed us. Oh, don't oh are they? Oh, okay, yeah, they're yeah. going to roll well, on. Well, let's grab lunch at the meeting. Okay, we, we've already had a big yeah, meeting. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, no, it's beautiful. And, and the thing about L.A. is there. there's so many different parts. Your wife was in Santa Monica, which is a beach town yesterday. We're in downtown. Pasadena is like a, a suburb. So so there's a lot here. Okay, so can I give my pseudo-semi-critical uh, Nick Saban take? And yeah. I think your audience is going to get mad at this, but I just want to be a hundred percent. Hold on, honest. I got to go to break if you're going to make them mad. Okay, you want to go to break? I'm not. I'm not doing this Arkansas interview. So. Oh, you're not? No, I'm just going to tell them I can't do it. Okay. I'll tell them I'm on Radio Row at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, but but that's a fellow oh, mutual great? friend. I don't mind. I don't mind if you do the interview and come back. No. Okay. Then you're, what are you saying? Are you saying right here on live radio row? I'm not saying. I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm on Rose Bowl radio row. I don't need anybody to see a picture of maybe how quiet it is here. It's just the two of us. But, uh, <laughs> but, but you're saying Tuscaloosa is more important than uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. It's like saying pick, pick between your favorite kids. We all know you have a favorite one, but you're not allowed to say it. Everybody knows that. Okay. So let's break, okay. and we'll come back. And I want you to – you got a take that's going to make us mad? I heard something yesterday that I was surprised by, and I don't think it's going to have the effect, the positive effect that it is intended to. Okay. And it's from Nick Saban. Torres is hanging out with us. You'll also be able to hear Aaron Torres later this evening on Fox Sports National yes. Radio in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on Tide so 100.9. 9 to 1 a.m. East, 1 a.m. Central Time, I'll be on. 9 to 1 a.m. And okay. we'll be talking a lot of college who, football. Who are you going to be doing it with tonight? Jason Martin. Okay, Jason Nashville Martin. guy loves college football. We'll talk a ton of college football. So it's good because sometimes you get the guys that pretend like they know college football, but they don't really, and they try to fake it. Jay Martin is a college football through and, and through. And you'll be on tomorrow evening as well. Tomorrow, uh, 9 to 1 Central Time. Sunday. Sunday I'll be with Arnie Spanier. The stinking genius. That would be 10 to 1, so nighttime. And then we will be doing the National Post Game Show, me and Jason Martin, during and after the Sugar Bowl, so that would be 9 to 1 as well. Okay, we may not have that one, but we'll have How all the How long does your post game go? Uh, it's ours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Do, we do the networks for a couple of hours, and then we do our own show post game, so... Uh, not with me. It, it's uh, hosted by uh, many other folks. Our mutual friend just just uh, texted me. I'm gonna need you to text him and say, "Hey, Tor- Torres is uh, he's on Radio Row with me as we speak." Is this boring your audience to tears? By the way, should we go to break? I feel bad. Well, let's go to break. But I'm 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 serious. Though. Tweet us at Aaron underscore Torres at uh, Ryan C Fowler. Okay. We'll go to break. We'll come back. Aaron Torres live, Fox Sports National Analyst, which we're affiliated with in Tuscaloosa. And uh, we'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
DanielMoreArt.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban and Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. That's Source Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, we welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. I know we got pushed up against that break. We're also going to squeeze in phone calls with Aaron Torres, too. So if you want to jump in, you're more than welcome to do that. Our coverage this week presented by Chuck Norwood's Remax of Gulf Shores, Taco Casa, Chicken Salad, Chick, Bet You. Greatly appreciate those guys. Blue Spring Living Water. Blue Spring Living Water. Uh, those guys have been awesome. Listen, what we're going to do today also is we want to take your keys to victory, and we'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The epic battle between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan. Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment sits two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of clouds this morning. We're seeing it break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening. So will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. No accumulations expected below near 32. For Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions for the high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Isaac Lowenkron. At the Gator Bowl right now, Kentucky holding on to a 35-30 lead over number 22 Clemson with 41 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. While at the Sun Bowl, 16th-ranked Notre Dame leads number 19 Oregon State 14 to nothing at the end of the first half. In the NFL, Washington quarterback Jacoby Brissett is now questionable for Sunday's game against the 49ers after injuring his hamstring in practice this week. Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel said quarterback Will Levis is on track to start on Sunday against the Houston Texans. The Miami Dolphins rolled out receiver Jalen Waddle for Sunday's game due to a high ankle sprain. The Cincinnati Bengals listed receiver Jamar Chase as questionable for Sunday's game at Kansas City due to a shoulder injury. The Minnesota Vikings listed receiver Jordan Addison as questionable for Sunday's game at Green Bay due to an ankle injury. a little backstory real quick. Uh, Torres and I have a mutual friend, and today is his final show up in Little Rock. Now, he's going to be making a transition. I'll let him do that. But we have a mutual friend uh, that, that he's going to jump on and do just a couple of minutes and wish him nothing but the best. He's made a lot of appearances up in Little Rock. So we'll bring Tor ba- Torres back about 315. We're going to take some phone calls here, and, and we'll continue with more of those. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa Toyota. As I told you guys many, many times, the radio business is a fraternity, right? Whether it's all of us here at Tide 100.9, whether it's our buddies up in Huntsville with Drew and Steve and Wes, or if you go to Nashville, I mean, we we all... Uh, communicate, uh, you know, via text message all the time. We're always doing these radio interviews, whether I'm on their show, they're on my show, uh, something that, you know, we do in this business. So, uh, Torres is going to come back here in a couple of minutes and I'll be very curious. He said he's going to irritate Alabama fans. I, I wonder what that's about. I, I hadn't told me. I mean, we had lunch last night, uh, but I, I just almost wonder, like, is, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to irritate. I think I'm just going to say something. I'm going to present something, and I'm going to make you think. That's all. And that's one thing that gets me in trouble. I say things that aren't the norm, that aren't popular, and okay. I just I just think it's going to make you think about something a little bit different. Um, so stay tuned for that. And okay. I do – it is it is his final show. That's yeah. the only reason. That's I'm on radio. Well, I, I was sitting there trying to twist your arm and say, do it, man. I, mean, I know he, you are. He's a, he's a friend. I mean, you sent a, a selfie with you and I, and I'm like, no, go go do it. It's his final show up in uh, Little Rock, and, and uh, you've been a huge part of his show as you – has a, of, of our show. So we'll kick you off, Tuscaloosa. We're, we're, no. we're not going to allow you to talk about negative about Nick Saban. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just going to pose a question. That's all. That's what I do. I pose questions that are unpopular, and then I get in trouble. Because people don't like the the questions that I pose. So, we are live in L.A. Taco Casa, Chicken Salad, Chick, Bet You, Remax of Gulf Shores, Remax of Gulf Shores. Let's go to phone calls. Josh in Georgia. Josh, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Ryan Fowler, good afternoon. Everything is good here in Northwest Georgia. I am ready to watch some more football. Are you fired up, Josh? I just want to know. I am fired up. You know why? I have taken Ohio State's little thing about Michigan, and yes, it's ugly, but I have rewritten it. I've changed the wording so it's appropriate for me to use because we don't give a rip about the whole state of Michigan, the whole state of Michigan, the whole state of Michigan. We don't give a rip about the whole state of Michigan because we're the Crimson Tide. Woo! Yeah. 
That's that's, that's awesome. good. That's that's, that's good. Awesome. Uh, that, we got to beat Josh, these boys. Okay, Go so ahead, you're living in okay. Georgia, but I mean, I got to ask you a question here. You're living in Georgia. Uh-huh. Are you pulling for uh, Georgia against Florida State? I don't care about that game. No, 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 no. You you cannot sidestep my question. No, 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 no. You you cannot. No, no. I know you don't like them dogs, but be honest with me. Are you pulling for Georgia? No. Okay. Okay. But I'm not that's pulling all, for I'm, Florida State. <laughs> so I'm actually. So you want to so you want to allow them to have this conversation about national titles and claiming it and making it this, making it that. No, you really because, want to do that, Josh? No, because I say we're the University of Alabama. We got Nick Saban as our head coach who has won seven national titles and is ten times better than you ever will be. How many Florida State guys do you know of in the NFL right now? Uh, I mean, I can't name one right now. That's just me. Uh, I'd have to think about it. I'd have to go look through the uh, NFL. Uh, let me think. Uh, Whereas I can say uh, right now, and I almost, let me think. I know. Keep thinking. <laughs> keep thinking. Um, I could almost at one point. I know we've got a few guys that's been traded around. This is how bad I am about Alabama football. And when I say bad, I mean like so into it. I could almost tell you who's in the NFL, what teams are on, and how many teams have multiple guys. It was that bad at one point. Now I know we've got a few guys shuffled around, but I could still possibly get most of them. But anyways, I know across 32 teams, we got like 57 guys, and that's right there at the door, 60. So and the NFL squad okay. made up of 53. So, I mean, hey, that's a lot of guys in the pros. That's a lot of money. That's NFL you, baby. That's what we do. So, but anyways, All I don't right. care what. So the keys guys. to victory for Alabama keys are what, in your opinion? From my perspective, and watching a couple of Michigan games this year just because it's on Fox, on the TV side of things, and they cover the Big Ten, or they did this year at least, um, you gotta you got to stop Blake Corum in the run. And I don't know if you have to make McCarthy beat you, but you need to make him man up and throw some balls against those Alabama DBs because we probably got the best secondary they're going to face in the country. I mean, this is the best defense. This is probably overall the best team they faced in the country. Because the Big Ten is nothing compared to the SEC. You heard it here. That's my opinion. That's what I stated, and that's how I keep it. Um, but you got to stop the run. But I think you got to rattle McCarthy. I think our pass rushers need to get after him and make him uncomfortable. I mean, you look what we did to Carson Beck and how big and bad they bragged about that Georgia offensive line. Well, Michigan's done the same thing. I think they're on the list. If they didn't win the Joe Moore Award, they are on the list to win, possibly win the Joe Moore Award as the best offensive line in college football. Well, hey, we got to rattle them. And then we just got to execute. I mean, on both offense, defense, and special teams from all three aspects of the game, you got to go out there, do your job. And I know I'm sounding like Coach Saban right now talking about execution and doing your job. But when you pull for them, when you watch, when you grow up as an Alabama fan like I have these last several several years, it becomes indoctrinated in your mind and in your heart and in your soul. Execute offense, defense, special teams. Do your job and play Alabama football. Play 60 minutes. So, very simple. Do you think Alabama gets the job done? Because I do. I do. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't yeah. be here if I didn't. Hey, what is the saying? 
you said it's motivated us. They've got it as an NIL deal now. It's blank. And Michigan fans, Michigan people are about to find out what Georgia fans did. And I know you had Elliot Omar go, who's a Georgia fan. And we let them know, big, bad, and simple, who's still the big, bad kings of college football in the SEC. And we're fixing to let Michigan know the same thing because it's the big primetime New Year's Day game. Alabama lives for big day games. Alabama lives for primetime games. Alabama always shows up for primetime games. And it's time to go out there and, like, let all naysayers know. Roll Tide. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Have a great day. Josh in Georgia calling us there. We appreciate that. We're live in Radio Row here at the Rose Bowl. Appreciate all the hospitality here. As we continue with more phone calls, Torres will come back in a couple of minutes when he finishes up with Arkansas right now. Let's go to Robert and Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Hey, you asked the question, or you know, the keys of the game. Um, of course, a previous call, I said the uh, uh, the offensive line for Alabama versus the uh, defensive uh, line of, of uh, Michigan and Alabama's defensive line versus their offensive line. Uh, those are, the, of course, four, the two keys of the game. Both teams are going to want to run the ball, obviously. And Michigan's going to have – but Michigan needs it more than we do, a whole lot more than we do. And like your previous caller said, uh, Georgia's – you know, they bragged on their offensive lines. For the win. They did have one of the best offensive lines in football. Uh, Beck didn't get hit all, hardly all season long, and he bragged on that a couple of times, which he should have because, I mean, that wasn't an accomplishment. But when he played Alabama, it's a different story. He All of a sudden, he did get hit, and he wasn't comfortable with it. And I think that's what they're going to have to do with uh, Michigan's quarterback. You know, force him to pass more than he wants to. Uh, just watch, you know, look at some of their stats. And the last four games, they guy hadn't passed for 200 yards in the last four games. Okay. All right, that, that, that can't be the formula trying to beat Alabama. You, you better find a 200-yard somewhere passing. And if you can't do that, they're going to lose. And, of course, the, but the number one key, like I said earlier, is Milrow. Again, uh, making those, going through those progressions quicker and making that uh, making those decisions a couple of seconds quicker, and we become unstoppable. Be it to pass down the field, pass across the middle, pass to the outlet, or to take, or to receive in the flat, or to take off running. If he makes those decisions a little sooner, Alabama's unstoppable, you know, period. And, but, uh, the, but of course, it comes down to the line, the offensive defensive line. Now, of course, Miro can, you know, destroy all of that with, with his play, ability to play. That's the thing. He can take over a game and just blow everything out the water. That's the unpredictable factor, the X factor that I don't know if Michigan has an answer for. And, and that's what a lot of these commentators are, I've been seeing online have been saying, you know, which Milrow is going to show up. And, you know, which is why we can use a little more consistent play to where that, that's no longer the question. We'll always, you know, everybody will be always know which Milrow is going to show up. Right now, I think it's the only reason, that's the only thing that's keeping Michigan, Alabama a one point underdog is that people still haven't gotten a feel, feel for which Jalen Milrow is going to show up. The guy who just takes the guy in the first half or the guy in the second half that just takes over games. If we get, you know, that guy in the second half all four quarters, then it's a wrap. And so that's I think that's the only thing that's holding the team back as far as, you know, being the so-called underdog in this game. All right, so b- back up just a couple of minutes here, okay? Because I want to I read off something to you, if you, if you know, I mean, because you're, you're a guy that 
I, I mean, one of the, I mean, I love all the guys that call into this show and participate frequently. But Robert, you, you're a guy that's, I mean, I've, I've told this before. You're an engineer. Uh, you're a guy that can look at things from a lot of different angles. Okay, so I, I'm going to ask you this. Okay, Connor Stallions. We know the cheating scandal. We know the suspension. We know all these different things. Okay, but I want to I want to take this stat here. CBS just did an update just a couple of minutes ago. JJ McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, before and after Connor Stallions resigned. Games before there was eight games before and five after. Okay, so he had five games after, eight games before. His completion percentage is down over ten percent in those games so he's down since connor stallions resigned so the information did not flow he's down 10 percent down 10 percent and it was a significant percentage so you 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 could calculate that passing yards per game they fell from 225 yards per game after connor stallions has been fired 166 the touchdown to interception ratio 18 and 3 before connor stallions He's now one and one. So in other words, he's thrown one touchdown since Connor Stallions retired, excuse me, resigned, and one interception. He had 18 prior this season. Either that's a mental hiccup that they're trying to get over, or there's something there. That's a that's a significant drop. Fair? Oh, yeah, that's right. That definitely should be a certain. You yeah, drop that's, that's from 166 to 225 in your average yards per game. You drop 10 percentage points. I mean, guys, yeah. I, I don't care how you spin it. That that's somewhere. Yeah, you could say, well, they played tougher competition after Connor Stallions, and, and that may be a valid point. But at the end of the day, you, you you break up and you step back and you're like, hold on a minute, there's a little something there. Well, I mean, even with the case that they played tougher competition, that. Still shows something. Okay, when the competition gets tougher, uh, but your, but the offenses you played weren't necessarily tough. You only played one decent offense, and that was Ohio State at home. Big difference. Uh, but yeah, that that shows something in and of itself as well. So yeah, it's um, I mean, it's going to get. Uh, I, I really have a hard time finding where Michigan can win, and it's just really so perplexing. I watch Joe Clatt. Uh, he's perplexed too uh, uh, over it. It's like uh, he thought that for sure the line was shifted Alabama's way, and I'm not sure what's holding the money on Michigan side. I don't think I can think of. And that's what the comment says there is the uh, the what Milrow's going to do. They think that Michigan is going to be able to stop Alabama from running and get Milrow to make mistakes. That's what that's what they they're banking on, I guess. And so, yeah, we'll see. One thing he hasn't been doing lately, he's been throwing a bunch of interceptions. And I think, think he did in the Auburn game, I believe. But I think it was a lot. But George game, he, was, he did. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I, I can't see Michigan being able to run for it. You're going to need 300 yards rushing on Alabama. <laughs> to, pull, to pull this out, if your quarterback's not going to light us up passing. I don't see, I don't see how they get that. So it's just it's perplexing why the, the line hasn't shifted yet. But yeah, that, that was my key. Of course, offensive defensive line, both on both sides, and the, and Jalen Miro. And I think we get Jalen Miro 2.0, and it improves. Uh, and it improves again. So we'll see how that goes, man. 
Sounds like you're confident, Robert. Now, we will not be on Monday, but uh, I want to continue to wish you and everybody else that listens or calls in a happy 2024, but also a thank you for 2023. You guys were tremendous. I mean, we're here on Radio Row, and the evidence is clear, right? Tied 100.9, delivered because you guys delivered. It's a partnership, right? It's it's a two-way street. You guys support us. We say thank you for 2023 uh, that allowed us to be here. Thank you, Robert. Happy New Year, my friend. All right. Thank you, buddy. See you later. And we will not be here on Monday because there's a very important game, the Rose Bowl, Alabama, making that first official Rose Bowl trip since 1946, January the 1st, 1946. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to do the questions. And then on Tuesday, we will do the good the bad and the ugly. So we will be back Tuesday. I will do the show in Tuesday live back here in L.A. And I hope Wednesday's show is in Las Vegas. And I hope Thursday's show is in Houston. And I hope Friday's show is in Houston. And I hope Saturday's show is in Houston. And I hope Sunday's partial show with those press conferences is in Houston. And in Monday, we, we probably will have a very abbreviated show, if any at all, because of, of the game time. So uh, when you look at 2 o'clock here, I guess it's 4 o'clock back on the Central Time Zone. 2 o'clock kick here, 4 o'clock back in the Central Time Zone. We won't have a show this coming Monday. We'll have a game day all day. And, uh, no, I don't know the entire lineup, and I apologize. But how many shows will, will we air on Monday? When will everything start officially for us on Monday? Let's see. Kickoff time's at 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. Central. Um, so that way, uh, then we would start our pregame at like el- uh, 11 a.m. Okay, so I mean, Gary, Gary Harris will do a show on Monday. Theoretically, yeah, yeah, it would be Gary. Okay. Gary Harris could do his show, and then it would switch over to to the game. Okay, and not the game with Ryan Fowler. The oh, game, yeah, yes, exactly. Coverage. Game coverage. Yeah. Yeah, game coverage. So uh, just making sure you make a note of that so if you don't hear us on Monday. But I will tell you, we are coming back on Sunday morning. We will carry both press conferences with Jim Harbaugh and Nick Saban. There will be a joint press conference. We will carry both of those, and there will be a photo opportunity. We will carry that live here on the game, uh, and it will be a special Sunday morning edition of the show. And let me let me try to give you a little bit of an estimate here of when that will be. The head coach's press conference will start 8.30 a.m. until 9.10 Pacific time. So you can add two hours to that. Uh, 10.30 to 11.10 will, uh, will be the press conference. And then we will immediately follow that. And uh, we'll go for a little bit of time. We'll have some fun on Sunday. So reminding you, uh, please do make an appointment. Uh, I know many of you guys will be in church, but we're, we're going to do some special coverage because of the live press conferences. So my boss asked me, he said, hey, let's carry that. Let's do a little bit of an extended show. We'll do that. We'll react to Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban, and also tomorrow's media day. We're going to have a lot of interviews, okay, a lot of interviews uh, that we're going to sit down with players. It's the one time a year that I'll be able to sit down with Caleb Downs. It'll be the one time of the year that I'll be able to sit down with Justice Haynes. We'll do that all tomorrow, media day. I would like to remind you, though, and I've asked Noah for some special permission. Coming up at 530, I'm going to get out of here just a couple of minutes early, okay? And the only reason I'm not going to go party, I'm not going to Disneyland, I'm not going to Universal Studios, I'm going to an event that Alabama, I don't know what a salad spin is, but there's a competition. 
I don't know if it's a, it's, I believe it's a steak eating competition. Michigan did their thing last night. We'll see if Alabama's able to beat them. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to cover that. So watch for Facebook. Watch for Twitter. We'll put up some videos. And I'll be working on some things right now. Absolutely yummy. Torres drops the big nugget. The challenge question. Next, T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Happy Friday and Happy New Year from Town Square Media. Monday, the coverage starts for the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl will be first up on Monday afternoon starting at 4 p.m. Our Alabama Crimson Tide goes against Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. And, of course, you can listen to all the coverage on 95.3 The Bear or Tide 100.9. Monday night, the Sugar Bowl will take place. Former Bama offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will lead his Texas Longhorns against the undefeated Washington Huskies. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. And sign up for twice daily email newsletters. If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We're seeing some congestion on McFarland in the construction zone from Rice Mine Road over to 69 in Northport. And again between University Mall and Skyland Boulevard in Tuscaloosa. Very heavy though at 2059. If you see other conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about, please give me a call 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication i-beam installation brian harden construction every friday made possible by brian harden construction if you find the toyota.com a huge part of our show we are powered by those guys every single day the service department always great the new inventory side all those new toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty and right now we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years camrys corollas rav4s highlanders forerunners tundras tacomas also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory. TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of the clouds this morning. We're seeing it break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening. And so will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. No accumulations expected below near 32. For your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions for the high of 47. I'm in your Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app.
Arkansas with our friend John Neighbors, who is a final radio show, and uh, he's made a lot of appearances on this show as he does a lot of great radio. You don't do many radio shows. I mean, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, how many? How many do you do, Torres? What do, what do you do? Four, five, six. Every week I do three. I do you. I do Texags, your your favorite other local radio they show. Are. They are. And I do Fayetteville every Friday with Phil Elson. That's a lot of F's, even though Phil is with a PH. Who is their baseball play-by-play guy? And if you know anything about Arkansas, the baseball program. It's good. It's big time. We're jealous. There. We're jealous. Just like they're jealous of pretty much every other sport. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blue Spring Living Water, looking for a refreshing, hydrating drink that's loaded with benefits. Look no further than Blue Spring Living Water. Uh, the Nano Bubble Oxygen Infused Spring Water Numa is an oxygen therapy, 16.9 ounce bottle, raising the oxygen level 400%. Numa is infused with nano bubbles, oxygen, which are tiny, highly concentrated bubbles of oxygen that are easily absorbed by the body. We all know the healing properties of the oxygen side of things. Circulation is the number one healer. Infuse spring water. It is blue spring living water. If you want to boost your metabolism, uh, even improve digestion, it's perfect for athletes, outdoor enthusiasts. And uh, these guys have actually, listen, they, they told me, they said, hey, Ryan, we're going to ship you some water to right here to the Grand Sheraton. Wow. They did. They did. It's one of our great sponsors. They said, listen, we don't need you drinking bad water out there. We need you to stay hydrated. BlueSpringLivingWater.com. And right now, a Merry Christmas 20% off discount. It is simply the code word is Merry20 for 20% off. We have Blue Spring Living Water delivered our home. Uh, you can have the home dispenser right there. We have hot and cold water. It's made possible by Waterway in Birmingham. So they deliver right to my home. I don't have to go into the grocery store with those big old jugs, you know, with a trailer on my side of my truck. I walk in and, and they deliver it right to the porch. So, uh, Blue Spring Living Water, the discount 20% off. All right, Torres, we've teased it long enough, man. Uh, what's okay. You, what you going to say about Nick Saban? Okay. So, preface this by he's a legend. He's the GOAT. He knows more about football in the last quarter of an inch of his pinky than I know in my entire body. I thought the story about Alabama's players not using their iPads to watch film was a weird story for two reasons. One, that just doesn't feel like the type of... narrative that would ever get out now obviously all the players are available you ask them questions whatever but two i'll be honest ryan okay so michigan's playing for a national championship they're already under a huge microscope because of an ncaa investigation a big 10 investigation etc we still have zero proof that jim harbaugh knew that any of this was going on i bring it all up to say On the one hand, I totally get Nick Saban has thought of everything, overly conscious, whatever. On the other, it also kind of sounds to me like your grandpa that refuses to order something off Amazon because he doesn't want to put his credit card online and he thinks his whole identity is getting stolen. Like the, the, the idea that Michigan is somehow going to tap into Alabama's iPads. Maybe, you know, maybe Nick Saban has access to some technology uh, uh, experts that I don't have access to. 
I just feel like that's just a weird story. You do, don't, you, do you think he's doing it psychologically, like, to challenge No, them? and I think it's going to hurt their team. I think if you've been preparing this way probably for years, but certainly for the last 13 games in the lead-up to this one, I just feel like it's a weird loop to throw your team before the biggest game of the year. Like, any you imagine if... Um, you know, they stay. Let's say every every game before this one, they traveled in the day. Well, that's a bad example. I'm just trying to think of something that they would have done in the lead up to every single game. And we know how the Alabama program is programmed, right? Yes. I mean, they have they eat lunch here. That's what I mean. Imagine so if you, they just decided they were going to eat lunch. Instead, they've been eating lunch uh, at one o'clock every day all year since training camp open in august and now nick saban's like yeah we're not eating lunch till 4 30 that's just weird it might have zero impact okay, what what if all of this is just simply a trolling job of nick saban oh, because now, that would be next level now, now jalen milrow let me see if i can get the quote real quick uh jalen milrow said i don't care if i'm in alaska oh he did say that um you said i don't care if i'm in indonesia which yeah. I thought was an interesting one. Too. Okay, so I'm going I'm to see if I can find this Alaska quote. But he, he literally said, we could be in Alaska, and I'm still going to watch the same tape as I'm doing right now. For me, I just prepare as much as possible and just won't tape. So maybe maybe they're... Maybe they're trying to get in Michigan's head. Now, that could, could, be. That could reverse, though, too, Torres, because we know Michigan has played the world against us card. True. Everybody's against us. This could fuel into their motivation mm. right i mean just as because well, if that's we're, we're going to use it for alabama and say length let all the naysayers know and we're going to say that's part of their motivation we could also say this is just adding to the michigan narrative that the world well, that, and that's what i was thinking that's what i was thinking was if i'm jim harbaugh and we know he's different so i don't know if he'll do this because i don't know what goes through his brain on a day-to-day basis that would be my pregame speech guys they don't think that we can beat you without cheating. They don't think that we can beat them without cheating. They're so they're more concerned about us cheating than actually preparing for us. They they would rather prepare for us less because they think we're cheaters. They don't think you're good enough. They don't think you're talented enough. They think the only way that we could beat you is if we're cheating. That would be the pregame speech that I would give. I'm just saying. And it, I don't know. I I it just it it just feels so anti-everything Nick Saban has done in his career, Mr. Consistency. He eats the same little Debbie cookies while watching the Weather Channel every morning. Eight Na- minutes of it. Crosses the bridge more than two minutes at the same time every morning. Wow. Let that sink in. He crosses the bridge over to the football building two minutes of the same time every morning. That's what I'm saying. So you're just saying he could get out of sync. I'm saying the whole team could get out of sync. I mean, listen, you're out here on the West Coast. You have a certain routine in Tuscaloosa. By the way, those uh, listen, I'll never text you. Doesn't bother me. I'm up. Oh, I know you are because you, you're a 530 in the morning guy. Okay? I'm 530 because my but, wife leaves for work early. Well, but I'm never going to text you. I mean, I'm going to set like a limit in my mind 10 okay. o'clock because those 6 a.m. text messages that are 8 p.m. back there and sure. 9 p.m. on the East Coast, they come early, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, six. You said eight, eight a.m. You're saying 
Yeah, like, like you you won't text me at eight a.m. because it's only six a.m. Right, Pacific right, Coast right. Here. So I'm I'm going to set my little limit here of of going because I didn't realize. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know it's two hours, but that one's been a little bit odd. So yes, I mean, having to adjust to this, um, I could see your point, but I also want to bounce something sure. else off of. And you. Tell me why I'm wrong. And it, we take calls, whatever. Okay. I'm chilling, but okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to get uh, some calls here in a couple of minutes, and then. Uh, we're talking with Aaron Torres. We'll break here. We'll continue. We're going to take phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tune in to Tide 100.9 for the Crimson. Talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living water you'll find it at mark's mark in downtown northport under that roll tide bridge go see the friendly folks at mark's mark downtown northport under that roll tide bridge longest running sports show in tuscaloosa the game with ryan fowler on your home for alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app Looking for a new pair of boots before you head to the Rolls Bowl. You can find them right there on McFarland Boulevard. It is the Wharf. They thank you for 2023. We're excited about 2024. It is the Wharf. Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many, many more. It is the Wharf, the work in Western headquarters. Get a lot of feedback here from different people. Uh, one of the guys, I can't tell you who this is, but this is a guy that works in the football building. He's saying... Uh, tell Aaron he does a good job. I watch him on YouTube a good bit. Uh, and he, he does have a question also for you, Torres. So uh, he said, ask Aaron what he thinks about LSU strength guy going to Texas A&M. I'll okay. put that one on a tee for you. Can, uh, I, can, I, do, can I do that? Yeah, do it right now. So Tommy Moffitt um, is, a, 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 I'll be blunt, um, you know, fr- friend is so hard to say in this business because sure. – you get to know people, but do you really know them? I mean, you, I'm your friend, right? Yeah. No, but I'm saying I'm sure there's people that you're close with, but, like, you don't really know what happens when you're, you know. But Tommy and I have gotten to know each other through the years. Um, he is a legend, and a couple things stand out. So, okay, so um, I saw uh, – so, so, by the way, Tommy Moffat was hired by Nick Saban at LSU as the strength and conditioning coach when Nick Saban came. He was the only person that stayed from Nick Saban – to Les Miles, to Ed Orgeron. Got let go after Brian Kelly got hired. So this is a guy that has been the strength coach for three different national championship teams at LSU. He's been out of the game for the last two years. He just got hired by Texas A&M. So I know Tommy a little bit. And what I would say is, like, he's just one of those guys. He's really hard on people. Um, but he loves them. You know, probably like, a lot like Nick Saban, you know. And the one thing I would say, don't take my word for it. So T-Bob Bear, who I'm sure you know sure. a little bit, he sure. ho- he played at LSU. He hosted New Orleans. And I saw Tommy Moffitt, the strength coach, did an interview with T-Bob. And what T-Bob said was, Coach, I can't lie, I'm pretty upset because I like making fun of LSU. I like making fun of Texas A&M. It's a former LSU player who said it. He said, I can't tell you how many wins and losses Texas A&M is going to have going forward. But 
I know that they won't be soft. And I thought that was a very interesting quote from T-Bob, who played for four years under Tommy Moffitt. I don't know how good they'll be on the field, Texas A&M, but they won't be soft. And one thing about A&M, they've been soft, they've been entitled uh, over the last couple of years, and, and that will not fly with Tommy Moffitt running that weight room. All right, so we don't, I mean, yeah, we know Tommy, Noff, Tommy Moffitt because of his just long tradition, but see, Scott Cochran was a disciple of Tommy Moffat. Right, right, right. So we understand, even though we don't know Tommy Moffat in Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. we know what Scott Cochran meant to that program. And he, I mean, he's the only bind between the three national championships at LSU. Yeah. He's so, the only one. And he is, really, he's the grandfather of this way of doing yes. strength conditioning coach. And, and, and the one thing I will say, from listening to T-Bob talk about it, Tommy is a lot like Nick Saban from the perspective of kind of the opposite of what we just talked about. He is not a, this is the way I've done it. This is the way we're going to continue to do it. He is a, you know, a learner, a thinker, an observer. And the way that Nick Saban has evolved through the years and how he coaches, style of play, whatever, Tommy Moffat has evolved the way that he trains players as well. So it's not going to be, you know, hey, you know, I'm training these guys like it's 1984 and we're playing Big Ten football run between, you know, it's just, I think it's a great hire. And again, we'll see if Mike Elko can coach and if he can recruit and frankly, if he can retain the rest of that roster because they have lost some good players to the portal. But uh, but he's going to be really good for them. It is a Brian Harden Construction Friday here. We call it a free-for-all Friday here in Tuscaloosa. Brian Harden Construction, ASME certification, I-beam installation, fabrication. If you're building from the ground up, let's build something together. I want to bounce something off of you here for just a couple of minutes. Sure. Okay, I, I want to take a look at... at the Michigan defense for just a couple of minutes. I'm going to ask you if if this defense, because we look at statistically speaking, they're at the top. Sure. Okay. Are they at the top because of the do- the offenses they play in the Big Ten? I'm going to crunch some numbers here. Just can I just jump? You don't even need to crunch. Can I, can I go for it? The answer to your question is don't give me the little bit about both because uh, it's no, true. No, no, no. The okay. answer to your question is that the defense. The defensive stats are probably inflated because, or deflated, depending on how you look at it, because of how bad the offenses are that they play. That I agree with, but here's the counter to that. I think some of their offensive struggles have been because they played literally statistically the three best defenses in college football in their last four games, Penn State, Ohio State, and Iowa. So if you're going to argue their defense is a little bit overrated because they've played bad offenses, I would argue that their offense is a little bit underrated because they've played statistically great defenses. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it yeah. does. Okay, so but, but when you look at these numbers, though, like if you took Ohio State, which is the top offense in the Big Ten, they're in the 30s, uh, like almost the 40s. If you took them out and you put them in the SEC, then then they would be like the middle of the pack. I mean, they mm-hmm. would be there with Texas A&M and Auburn, which we know did not produce a lot of yardage. But you're saying those numbers of Ohio State are skewed because of the defenses they go up against. I'm saying Michigan. I'm not really saying Ohio State. But, well, here- but, but I'm just saying the numbers in, the, in that Big Ten, they're all brought down because of the great defenses there. Well, yeah, yes and no. But here's my other thing, though, and here's how it pertains to Alabama. You've probably watched at least a little bit of Ohio State, right? Like, I mean, I know you can't yeah, watch yeah, every single game. Yeah, the quarterbacks. How would you describe them? Limited quarterback. Very. With very good skill position around them. Isn't that sort of Alabama, though? 
I mean, Jalen Milrow makes incredible plays with his legs, but he's not Tua. He's not Bryce Young as far as the consistent ability to hit plays deep, right? So, like, to be clear, I've, I've watched every Alabama game, so it's just not like I'm looking at a stat sheet. And Jalen Milrow has hit some bombs down down deep. But the uh, consistent ability to get those, you know, 12, 15-yard reception, uh, you know. So, I, I mean, I, I'm ducking if, your question. If but. Ohio State wanted Kyle McCord to stay there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would have. So, it tells me everything that I need to know that they don't believe in him. Well, and I'll tell you, not to make this an Ohio State segment, the bowl game tonight is the Cotton Bowl, which is Missouri versus um, Ohio State. I think it's a weirdly important game for Ryan Day. I think it's so obvious that the messaging that has come out of that program over the last month is blame the quarterback. It's his fault that we lost to Michigan. They play Missouri tonight. If they lose that game 27 to 7 and have 211 yards of total offense, I think Ryan Day is going to have a long nine months. He's obviously like nothing's going to happen to him job wise, but you know how it is, Ryan. One of these big programs, nine months with nothing to do but overanalyze the last game of the season. I think it's kind of important they play well tonight. And the offense plays well specifically. Mike, tell us a little something about the SEC. Just a well, little bit. I will say this. I think this is very interesting. Missouri versus Ohio State tonight. Penn State versus Ole Miss tomorrow. I think those could be pretty good indicators of what we could see on Monday. You know, it's almost like, a, you know, in basketball, we, we have the the ACC-SEC challenge. That was when Clemson came to Coleman Coliseum. This is kind of like the, the Big Ten SEC challenge in football. A lot of pride on the line. A lot of pride on the let's line. Let's take some phone calls let's here. Uh, let's go to Pat in Tuscaloosa. Pat, you're on with Aaron Torres and Ryan Fowler. Hope all is well, man. It is. And what a privilege to speak to Mr. Torres. I've enjoyed your Pat, uh, shows with Ryan for a long time, man. It's a privilege to speak with you, and, and thank you for the kind words. Ryan is as good of a host as anyone in the country, and I, I love coming out in T-Town. I sincerely mean that. And we had a good time last night at dinner, too. It was great. Uh, no sweet tea for that, him, though. Hey, they didn't have any. I went water. What's a shame is y'all didn't have my gumbo. I made the finest gumbo. I've had a national shout-out by Lauren Sisland and Channel 42 in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, on my gumbo. But uh, anyway, gumbo I go towards? to this. You like I, I go through. Uh, what, what, Pat, you said your name was. Yeah, yeah. Pat, I, t- I told Ryan I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to get everyone's hopes up. But in the spring, I think I'm going to try to get down. So I want you and Ryan to set up a place where I can have your gumbo. Because I hear it's amazing. Absolutely. Along with the finest fried shrimp in a civilized world. But but anyway, I I tell you what I do want to talk about, though, is that Alabama just got a commitment out of the portal uh, in the number one uh, defensive back in the country uh, out of USC. Mm -hmm. He he played on a really bad defense at USC. Mm -hmm. And... I'm wondering what you think, what your feelings are. Did uh, Nick Saban hit a home run? Because we're going to lose possibly uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry and Aaron. I mean, not Aaron, but uh, we're also going to lose uh, Malachi Moore and, and carrying on. So it's really funny you mentioned that, Pat. I actually broke that news to Ryan Fowler at dinner last night. Uh, I, okay. I know, you know, Good not job. everyone's on Twitter. Thank you. No, I know not everyone's on Twitter, but we have a Torres on Bama account. Which is a great account, by the way. Thank you. And we have oh, sure. an hey, Alabama. Hey, we'll, we'll sign up for it. 
Yes, and we have an Alabama student running it, and he texted me, and then I showed Ryan. So here is my thought on that, okay? So Damani Jackson played at Modern Day High School, which is a national powerhouse. It's actually where uh, Bryce Young went to high school. And so I bring it up because he was very very highly ranked. And as I'm sure you know, uh, out of high school, it looked like he was going to go to Alabama. Then Lincoln Riley gets the USC job, and of course, he's a Southern California kid. He got caught up in the momentum, whatever. I bring it up to say, I think that the the, 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 the God-given talent is absolutely there. He was a five-star kid. He was the number one cornerback in the class of 2022 in high school. I just don't think that he's gotten developed properly and I do think that going to play for the greatest defensive backs coach in the history of the sport is going to do him good. Now, listen, Nick Saban's dealt with this. Remember Eli Ricks a few years ago? You got to break some of those bad habits when you come from a program. And, you know, I, I, I think he's probably gotten into some bad habits just because the USC defense speaks for itself. But the natural ability is there. I mean, even Ryan and I were watching him meet with Coach Saban yesterday. You can see you know, super tall, super athletic, long arms. So I just think if he is willing to buy into what Nick Saban wants from him, I think he has the potential to be a really special player. And then, oh, by the way, you know, maybe his dreams get fulfilled too. And he ends up, you know, just being a one and done type player coming to Alabama. He'll be, have, he'll be a junior next year. So in theory, he'll be draft eligible, but that's a long, I, I was a, Pat, I can't just give you a short answer. That's the long winded way of me saying, if he buys into what Coach Saban wants, I believe he has a chance to be very special. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's a full six one, and he's got, like you said, he's got very, very long arms, and that's what we need to, uh, you know, to go along with these wide receivers that are so tall now. I mean, you're seeing six three wide receivers on a regular basis, and you got to have D backs that aren't five foot ten. No, I agree, and, and you just, I mean, even in the video where he meets Nick Saban, you could see the athleticism there. So that's my thought, is that if if he buys in, the natural ability is there. Yeah, right, Pat, I appreciate uh, your quick, time, sir. Hey, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, keys to victory, that's the theme of the show. Give me keys. Okay. Ask Torres what the keys, keys, to keys to victory are that uh, our defensive ends have got to show them that speed kills on both sides and the uh, middle of our defensive line has got to collapse the po- uh, pocket and or shove the pocket backwards. Okay, fair enough. Thanks, Pat. I hope you have a great day, man. Roll Tide. Thank you, Pat. Yes, sir. Listen, thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. We'll continue with more. Let's go to Super Joe. Super Joe, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? You feeling now? I'm good. I hope I'm good, man. I hope you're having a great yeah. day. Yeah, I heard Jalen Miller got something to get off his chest with the offensive coordinator, man. I said, I don't blame him because for my opinion, Bill O'Brien, you know, benched him a little bit and really wasn't work, really wasn't working with Jalen Milrow. But I'm beyond what you, I was on the Jalen Milrow wagon and then I got, I got off a little bit, but then again, once I saw what he really could do, once, because I'll tell you what I see now. It's just like with the same thing with John Parker Wilson. They, Major Applewhite and Dave Ritter was not working with John Parker Wilson. Jim McElwain. You're, going, and we you're going way back in time. This is this is pre-Nick Saban here. Pre-Tors I know that's in the pre-Nick. media. Huh? I know. I mean, but we're going to get I mean, to Nick Saban was part. in UConn sitting at a pizza parlor or something. I was. Wings over stores. We just That's where we watched all the big Bama games. You, like, you like wings, Super Joe? I love some wings. Oh, yeah, Buffalo wings in particular. Oh, that's what that's what he's talking about. He was up in Connecticut when when you're when you're throwing stuff back at, at there. 
Torres was like an undergrad at UConn. And I'm not even a young man anymore. I'm no spring chicken. Well, so. Torres, you just took us back to like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but see what I want to say. Okay, now think about this. This is very Bama relevant because think about when Jim McElwain got here, he helped John Parker Wilson be the best John Parker Wilson. Now, guess Bill O'Brien did not help Jalen Miro at all worth a damn. Okay, and now look at this. We got Tommy Reese in here, and Tommy Reese had to be groomed how to coach Alabama style, and he finally, and he finally got it right. But guess what? Jalen Miro is the best we've ever seen. He's explosive. He's better now than what we've seen him in high school on the film. Now, one, and now I can say it like this. You know, hey, okay, now I can say it like this. Maybe it was some stuff we didn't see while – a lot of people got off with Jalen Miro, but guess what? We know Tyler Butner and then Ty Simpson was not ready to get the job done. But when, once we put Jalen Miro back in there, he was our best bet. And but but once he developed and played like the best Jalen Miro, it's like this. I'll say this. I'll use an analogy. You got to bet. You got to let Michael Jackson sound like Michael Jackson. Let Luther Vandross sound like Luther Vandross, and Lionel Richie sound like Lionel Richie. That means when Jalen Miro. Okay, was actually oper- operating in the original style. Once he got developed, it was all lights out. All the offensive line yeah. had to do was work. work with him. All the offensive line had to do was um okay. Well, they do it the way. Do it a. All they had to do was protect Jalen Miro a little bit, and he got and he got it right. He's like a nine something out of a hundred. And guess what? He said so he got can, something to get off his chest with uh, Will can, O'Brien. Super Joe, let Tor- Torres is going to ask you a question. No, it's more of a statement of agreement. We're brothers in arms in this. Is that this is what I've said about Nick Saban all season and, and Tommy Reese as well. This is what coaching is. What do you say? Let Lionel Richie be Lionel Richie. You give Lionel Richie a guitar and you say, you know, sing some Eric Church. He's not Lionel Richie anymore. That's coaching. What Bill O'Brien was doing last year, I don't even know what the heck that was. It was, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not an X's and O's expert, but. That is what has been so impressive to me is Nick Saban, Tommy Reese, they said, what do we do well? What do we not do well? How do we put together the game plan and put our players in the best position to succeed based on our strengths but also our limitations? So I think that's a great point by you, and it's something I've been saying all along. That's what real coaching is. It's seeing each individual team, what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses? I remember Chip Kelly Many years ago when he was kind of at the top of his game, they said, well, you know, you're schemed. And he cut off the report. He said, I don't have a scheme. We build what we do around the strengths and weaknesses of the guys that we have. I think Coach Saban, I think Tommy Reese has done a great job. I can't remember John Parker Wilson. I can't remember how the coaching staff did those years. But I think it's a great point by you, Super Joe. Well, Super Joe, I I go back to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin was one of the best in the business at at taking his players, maximizing their strengths, and disguising their weaknesses. He still is. He still is. Yeah. And I think Tommy Reese, now we understand even some of the criticism early on was probably not his fault. He was trying to play catch-up and do the cramming session right before a final exam. Thank you, Super Joe. Anyway, I appreciate y'all letting me on this, letting me on this show. Take care, everybody. Roll tide. We gon' we gonna go ahead. We gonna go ahead. What Michigan down?
Got it. Thanks, Super Joe. We're going to break here. We're going to come back. I will tell you about R&R Cigars. Reagan and Randy Starner, 1,000 different cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor you'll find right there, 2703 6th Street, downtown. Relax and recharge. Relax and recharge. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We're seeing some congestion on McFarland in the construction zone from Rice Mine Road over to 69 in Northport. And again between University Mall and Skyland Boulevard in Tuscaloosa. Very heavy though at 2059. If you see other conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about, please give me a call 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app, makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of clouds this morning. We've seen it break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening. And so will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. So accumulations expected below near 32. For your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions for the high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's 205-342-9904. Yes, coming up with Brent Beard. We're going to talk with him at 4 o'clock. Torres has got to get over to Fox Sports Radio. You'll hear him right here on Tide 100.9. Torres, um, thank you again for dinner yeah. last night. Oh, uh, my, my wife and I enjoyed uh, hanging out with you and your wife. And uh, I won't tell everything, but uh, my wife and your wife uh, work in the same industry. Sure. And uh, I looked over, and, I mean, they're chattering just like you and I. I oh, mean, no doubt, yeah. yeah. So I had a great time, great, great time. We did as well, and... Uh, Thank you yeah. for that meal, man. I'm telling you, it was good. It was good. I appreciate it. Thank Tuscaloosa, you. I'm ashamed to admit, there was just this little sports bar that I've always wanted to check out. Every time I drive by, it's super packed. Last night, uh, we basically were the only ones keeping the lights on. So I didn't bring them to the most exciting place, but it made for... 
a fun, engaging uh, evening, and we had a great time. We had plenty of conversation. We I mean, did. We, we had uh, very entertaining, very entertaining, as we always do. We do appreciate you for being a part of our show. Uh, our coverage here presented by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You, Blue Spring Living Water, Matthew Breyers, Breyers Spray Foam, DanielMoreArt.com, Remax of Gulf Shores, uh, DanielMoreArt.com, where Torres can go buy a Grave Digger, which is that 4th and 31 oh, play. Right, right, right. You can buy the print right here. I mean, look at this. Look at this. I mean, this Why is it uh, Grave Digger? They went like that afterwards? Well, they, they buried the Auburn Tigers. Oh, okay. Look at them. Look at the Tigers. Look at, look at them tractor drivers, as you always like to say. I mean, I learned that from you. I got friends over there at Auburn. I got to be nice now. You really have friends? Don't tell anybody. What are they like? Uh, They're very nice. Good people. And this is the legacy. I mean, like when you have so many championships, sure, you just make it up uh, there. So DanielMoreArc.com. If you want a code word, 20% off. We scored 20 points in 1926. You get 20% off by winning the game. Oh. So, uh, all right, Torres, uh, here we go. Michigan, Alabama. You're, you will be the Grand Marshal of the Christmas Parade next year in Tuscaloosa. We're bringing you back home. Okay. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, you know, uh, you can get my official pick on, on the Aaron Torres podcast. But what I'll say, you, the, the theme is keys to victory. It's obvious, probably. Jalen Milrow has got to be able to move the chains with his feet. I think he's going to get those two, three, four big passes. Can he get those four, six, eight-yard runs that keep those chains moving and keep Alab- or keep Michigan's defense guessing? I don't think either team scores a lot, but if if Nick, if Jalen Milrow can keep those chains moving and keep Michigan, you know, keep that defense on its heels, I I, I do think it could be a long day for Michigan. Okay, yeah. Torres, um, line up your coverage this week because you you're doing all types of YouTube stuff. You're doing all types of podcast material. Uh, I mean, the luxury is that you're here and you can yeah. sleep in your own bed. It is nice. Yeah. So long story short, uh, every night on Fox Sports Radio, uh, 9 Central on Friday, Saturday, which is Friday, Saturday. Yes. And by the way, 9 Central, and this is tied 100.9. You don't even have to change the channel. 9 Central will be on tonight, tomorrow. I'll be on at 10 Central on Sunday. I'll be on at 9 Central on for the national post game on Monday, but it sounds like you guys might still be in post game mode at that point. Um, and then yes, the Aaron Torres podcast. I talked a lot about the game today on the show. I had Josh Perry. I don't know if you know Joshua Perry. He played for Urban Meyer at, at Ohio State and he works for the Big Ten now. So he gave the Big Ten perspective on this game. It was a fun conversation. He told Urban Meyer stories. He told, you know, Jim Harbaugh, you know, because he meets with all these coaches before the game. So, um, so yeah, no, the Aaron Torres podcast and then Fox Sports Radio. I know everybody's not on Twitter, but Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter. And then we have the Bama account as well, Torres on Bama. Instagram. Instagram, Aaron Torres pod. That's very easy. Um Click, like, share. Yeah, share everything. It really, you know, I appreciate everybody every time I come on who does reach out. I mean, Ryan, you know this, is that it's cliche, but, but, um, you know, knowing that your voice is heard and that people enjoy you, you know, when we had, I think it was Pat on that said he's enjoyed hearing me with you for years. Um, it means a lot, and I know it means a lot to Ryan, too. I know sometimes, you know, Ryan tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, but, um, <laughs> but, it means a lot whenever, uh, you know, I hear and it's, you know, and listen, I do have to run, but it was great hanging out. I'll see you on Monday. Well, I'll see you tomorrow at the media event. You will be there. 
Oh, yeah. Because we're having lunch, right? Ten we're, minutes from my house. I'm yeah. buying lunch tomorrow. You bought last night. I'm buying tomorrow. I got a great spot. Another sports bar. Well, uh, uh, Ole Miss Penn State is at 9 Pacific. That's a 9 a.m. kickoff tomorrow. So. Well, I mean, I was talking about the media lunch. That, that's what, what time is that? So huh, I, I, you got you got another guest. I don't want to keep your guest no, waiting. No, but we, we're all right. We're all right. Oh, yeah. Um, they, did, they, did, they did give us this. All right, so media day for Michigan's 845 Pacific, uh, Alabama 1015 to 1115, and then they're going to feed us right immediately following there. So, I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm going to stay for the Alabama. Me and you. I kind of want to watch that, that Peach no, Bowl. No, I want you to size up these Alabama you know, Michigan you, boys. Yeah. Because I want, to, I want to get an unbiased opinion. Because I noticed the size difference earlier. It was significant. Said that. Offensive linemen, yeah, they're comparable. But the skill guys, they're, 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 not, a, they're not a super... Like especially like the wide receiver spot, they're not super super athletic. So, all right, we we've, we've got to run. I know you do, Torres. I appreciate you, man. Thank you again. Enjoyed hanging out with you. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide one hundred point nine twelve thirty WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W two six five CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square Media Station. Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Isaac Lohenkron. At the Gator Bowl right now, Kentucky holding on to a 35-30 lead over number 22 Clemson with 41 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. While at the Sun Bowl, 16th-ranked Notre Dame leads number 19 Oregon State 14 to nothing at the end of the first half. In the NFL, Washington quarterback Jacoby Brissett is now questionable for Sunday's game against the 49ers after injuring his hamstring in practice this week. Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel said quarterback Will Levis is on track to start on Sunday against the Houston Texans. The Miami Dolphins rolled out receiver Jalen Waddle for Sunday's game due to a high ankle sprain. The Cincinnati Bengals listed receiver Jamar Chase as questionable for Sunday's game at Kansas City due to a shoulder injury. The Minnesota Vikings listed receiver Jordan Addison as questionable for Sunday's game at Green Bay due to an ankle injury. The epic battle between the Alabama Crimson Tide. into the game. I do appreciate Aaron Torres. We're going to take phone calls coming up. We're going to spend about 10 minutes here with our next guest, and then we're free all the way, all the way until the end of the show. So we want to take your phone calls. It is a Brian Harden Construction SEC non-parlay pick Friday. We did that a couple of weeks, courtesy of Bama Nick. He said, hey, let's do it then, and we did. So we're not doing a parlay pick contest today, but we will talk with Brent Beard. Our coverage this week presented by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You, you, just the letter U, bet you. Uh, Blue Spring Living Water, Briar Spray Foam, Good Works Fabrication. You can find Good Works Fire Pits all over Alabama. When you look at Woods and Water, when you look at Mark's Mark, one of our great sponsors here, and many others, we'll try to tie all those in. DanielMoreArt.com, Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores. 32 years of experience serving the Gulf Coast, over 1,900 different families. Interest rates are adjusting right now. It's Remax of Gulf Shores. We're live on Radio Row. Our courtesy of our show is always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa Toyota. 
Bama.com. We're going to get to Anthony. We're going to get to Bama Nick. We're going to get to all the calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. I do appreciate Torres for swinging by Radio Row. Uh, I've had some great guests here this week. Let's continue with more phone calls uh, coming up in about 15 minutes. Right now, it's Brent Beard, First Coast News, Jacksonville, Florida, ABC, NBC News affiliate. Brent Beard, I hope you're having a great day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Well, unfortunately, I'm having a better day than Kentucky is. Another difficult loss for the Cats, losing to Clemson uh, in a Clemson team that, to their credit, um, at that you remember, <laughs> you remember when Dabo got that phone call on his call-in show, uh, and the guy and the guy just really caused him uh, all kinds of grief. Well, since that that that, that phone call, or at least the caller taking credit for it, they they won their five their, their last five straight games. How about that for Dabo? Tell you what, he, he's a. I, I mean, we almost had him counted dead to the water, right? Oh, yeah, hey, look, yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Um, you know, that's what good coaches do. I, I still think, they listen, do. I'm a Dabo uh, guy. I'm a Dabo I fan. Uh, I agree. And I know that there's people that don't like him, and that's okay. Everybody gets their opinion. Uh, but when I look at Dabo, I, I like the guy. I think he's a. He's, he's, he says. What are you thinking? Okay, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. But, uh, mm-hmm. Brent, I, I want to dive right into this Alabama-Michigan game, okay? And I want to I ask you about Florida State and Georgia, too. Uh, but when you look at this Alabama for Michigan, look at it from an SEC Alabama perspective. Keys to victory for Alabama are what, according to you? What are keys to victory when you look at the upcoming Rose Bowl? Well, I, I'm, and I've talked to some – I do a segment with a, a Michigan uh, – member of the media and he has been consistent in saying that Alabama has seen nothing like Jalen Mill that Michigan seen nothing like Jalen Milrow uh and that he expects that it will be um an issue now this may be a fight in the phone booth uh because the way the two teams are built Michigan to me is built a lot like Georgia and they're pretty well straight on we're going to run the ball we're throw the the ball when we need to, uh, and J.J. McCarthy can run a little bit. Black Corum is very good. And the other thing for Michigan is Michigan um, is uh, makes very few turnovers, and they are they basically the nation of penalties, or fewest, so that they don't beat themselves. So that's important. I don't know if you've had made anybody mention this. But I, I, I'll, I'll go further on the Milrow situation. Um, I think Milrow needs to be careful early, and Tommy Reese needs to have a plan for him. I'm not saying that the moment could be too big for him throughout the game, but I, I could see there, there being some nerves for him early on that might cause a turnover if he's not careful. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, and I think he was rattled in that Georgia game initially. Yes, that first yes. couple of drives, it, he didn't look comfortable. Uh, no, no. So I think that's going to be if you're looking for early key, that's going to be it. That that Milrow plays within himself. Now I've also heard from <clears throat> more of a national football writer, uh, media member that he, he said Michigan has. Uh, he said, now, I don't think the Alabama receivers are elite. 
but he said, I do think the Alabama receivers are better than anything Michigan played. So I thought that was uh, also interesting. You won't see the eye candy that you saw from from Auburn with the the moves and the emotion because Michigan really doesn't do that. I mean, I I think Bama wins the game. Um, I think it will be probably a four-quarter game. Uh, I could see this being in the 20s, maybe 28-21 type thing. Uh, but um, I, I think I think Alabama is is going to present Michigan uh, with some issues that they really have not seen yet this year. All right. So when when you look at the Michigan Wolverines, um, all this different cheating scandal. I mean, it, guys, mm-hmm. I really didn't when I got here. I realized okay, that conversation's behind us. No, it's been amplified. It, it's everywhere yeah. you go. Just, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Let, let me ask you just point blank. You, you know how we do it in the media business. Sometimes we get hit, you know, caught up on a topic and we just cannot let mm-hmm. loose. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that as well. Are we doing this with Michigan, or, or in your opinion, is there some true integrity violations? Because there seems to be more out there, too. Well, uh, look, I, I have talked to media members who in, a, uh, who in a bit of honesty have said that they really wondered, and I don't know if they said this out loud, but they said it to me, that they really wondered if that committee – if they actually came close to disqualifying Michigan uh, from the Final Four because of just what you said, uh, that was there a discussion in that room? Uh, have you heard anybody say this? Has uh, there been anybody in that room that may have brought this up? We will never know that, but is that possible, Ryan? That that was even thought of um, during this time that, that they were that they could have been taken out in Georgia put in uh, even above and beyond anything that went on with uh, Florida State. Um, I mean, look, I, I I think if people ask the question, how serious is it? I think it's serious enough, uh, Ryan. If it's serious enough. For your head coach to miss half the season, how serious is that? Well, it's a very good point, and it's a reminder. And in this current system we live in, when you've got coaches that are doing this and that and the other, that these discussions are really being had. And I also yes. think that Nick Saban, if he beats Michigan on Monday, I think Jim Harbaugh is going back to the league. And I think think when you look at it, because I don't think he wants to gamble with what you just said with the NCAA. Because right now the NCAA is punishing coaches, right? Are they not punishing coaches? Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, look at Jeremy Perry. Look at the the show calls, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you think Mm -hmm. about this, if you're Jim Harbaugh, if you lose Monday night, or even if you win um, and you make it to the national championship game, I think you're truly considering going back to the NFL. Well, uh, and look, I know Michigan's got a this huge contract on the table for him, but the reality is this guy's got money. Uh, uh, I mean, at some point, look, they all want to make money, but 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 at some point, 
uh, it, you can have enough money for the money's not an issue. And that may be where he is now. Uh, and again, will how soon will this investigation be done? I don't, I don't think there's any way in the world. I mean, you know this like I do. Uh, they've got that there's your, um, uh, the, the um, uh, letter of inquiry, and then you've got 90 days to respond, and they've got 90 days to respond, and, and you add all that up, and that's, and that's what? That's minimum six months, and you know it's going to be a year. Um, so, but, but you, as you said, you know the trend where this is going right now. So, in, in the back of his mind, uh, is that what he is really thinking about? Because you know there will be job openings coming up in a couple of weeks that he could step into. When you look at the Michigan Wolverines and you begin to think about this spread, it's it's puzzling to all of our handicappers of why this line has still stayed the same. Brent Beard, it's still the same. I mean, no. Michigan's still the favorite. No. Alabama's the underdog. Um, you agree with that? Well, uh, I think it's, if, if it's that close, that mean I think what they were saying is it's a toss-up. But the reality of that is they also want Alabama to bet on this game a lot more, and that's the reason it's to the uh, to the point that it is. I mean, I think Bama. I, I mean, frankly, uh, I mean, I, I I get that. I guess in some way, if you're the number one team and you've been there for a while, or at least you've been in either number one or number two, that 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 you're going to be a favorite. But it, but at the same time. Uh, would it have shocked you if Alabama would have been a, what, three- to five-point favorite? No, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have. But you know what it tells me? It tells me the Michigan money that has kept this line there. I mean, Michigan's <laughs> yeah. got a big fan base. Yeah. So does Alabama. Sure but, I mean, do. Michigan's got a big fan base. Mm-hmm. They've kept this line up there because they've thrown yeah. the money. I mean, the, the goal of a, right. of a bookie, of a sports book is to get balance money right no question fifty percent here yeah then they're able to collect yes. the juice that's mm-hmm. what they want and michigan has kept this line i'll be curious because i thought it would go the other way i thought we'd see a pick them tom we got yeah. to alabama michigan yeah. it's not been that way it's not been that way yeah and if it's not moving by now unless there's some injury situation that's being covered up that comes out over the weekend uh i don't see that moving much um, at, at this point either. So, uh, and the other intriguing thing, uh, and, and I'm curious about this, is anybody really talking about Washington, Texas there? A little bit, yeah, 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 quite a yeah. bit. I yeah. mean, probably more well, than what you would think. I mean, we're, yeah. because Washington's also the underdog. They are. They really are. Uh, but, uh, again, that's a line of scrimmage game. And people need to be reminded, uh, your audience does, that Texas defensive line is coached by Bo Davis. <clears throat> and um, I still think Alabama would like to get him back uh, at some point because I think he'd make that much difference. But this Washington team, Washington, what I've heard, may very well, may, may very well have the best passing game in the nation, not just the – defunct Pac-12, but the nation. Uh, but it's still going to, to me, that battle is between the um, 
the Washington offensive line, there were people aware that they won the Joe Moore Award. The Washington offensive line, if they didn't, they if they're not aware of, they did. So well, that, until you that, just said it, until you just said it, I didn't realize that it, that they did. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, they you, did. you educated me. They did. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's, Washington that's won the it. battle right there. That's the battle. It is. Defensive line it for is. Texas against the Joe Moore winning offensive no, line. No question. Can they block Sweat? Uh, in company, which Bama couldn't, uh, back in September. Can Bama block them now? I think they, they, they could do a much better job, uh, at being able to do that. Um, so, I mean, I saw that again, it just boggles your mind. Um, I saw that stand a minute ago. If Alabama's in the championship game, I think that that, that will be their 10th and, and, you know, uh, no one else is even close. I think it's six or something like that. So, so again, it's just, it's just remarkable, absolutely remarkable. And I'm, I'm curious if you're still hearing this like I am, that this, this very much, even, even now, even if, even if, uh, um, uh, Michigan wins, that this will still be Nick Saban's best coaching job. And I think it is. I want to go back. Brent, do you have another interview right here? At, at, no, go at ahead. Okay, I mean, let me ahead. ask you one more question here. And then sure, we'll get I'm okay. We're talking right now with Brent Beard, First Coast News, Jacksonville, Florida. Brent, I appreciate you being flexible. I asked you to move back just sure. a couple of minutes, and you did. And at Radio Row is, uh, is, is you know, I mean, you've been to these events. A little I understand bit of, a little it. Bit Absolutely. Um, but I, I enjoy it. I mean, uh, I, I look down Radio Row, and, Brent, I'm kind of lonely here, man. Um, I know you are. <laughs> I mean, you know, I usually got my radio buddies here, and and uh, it's 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 quite lonely because all the media uh, went to Michigan uh, practice, yeah. Michigan's practice. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then we're heading to a steak eating competition with Alabama here in about an hour and a half. That's funny. So, uh, That's funny. Uh, I don't know exactly. I've never covered a steak eating contest. I'm not sure what to how to analyze that. Uh, well, I, I think you better. Or? I think you analyze by asking if you can partake too. Should be a no, media no, 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 that's part contest. Of it. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, they, they are doing that. They, they're doing that. Oh, Once we're that done right? covering the event, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, they're feeding us too, like prime oh, rib, tremendous. some big Lowry's uh, restaurant that's supposed to be like one of the best here. So, uh, listen, okay, don't, don't tell the audience here, but I'm getting out of here no. just a couple of minutes early. Okay, I mean, good. Uh, I think you I've deserve gotta, that. I've got to catch the shuttle, and then we got big media day tomorrow. But let me go back to Jalen Milrow mm-hmm. yesterday making the statement uh, about Bill O'Brien. I know it's been reacted to. I was three feet away from him when he said it, and I'm just as shocked now talking about it as I was then. What was your reaction when he kind of exposed Bill O'Brien? Well, it was uh, – I think what happened with that is O'Brien is like a lot of guys in the NFL. They have got their – they are so narrow-minded that they've got their mind on uh, – they basically have one plan for their quarterback, and if a quarterback can't do what they're used to doing, uh, they don't know how to handle that. And I think, I think that's what happened to O'Brien – is uh, Milrow did not come within his comfort zone, uh, and that just really threw him off. Uh, you would look if you're the uh, 
um, uh, if, if you're the coach O'Brien thinks he is, uh, you want to have a plan for making a guy like Milrow successful uh, instead of telling him that uh, he can't play the position. I know a lot of Alabama fans thought that after the Texas game, but it's been just a miraculous transformation in a lot of ways. So, uh, but look, these guys, uh, some of them think they are, but they're not fallible, and they make a lot of mistakes. And, and uh, uh, I'm a little bit surprised that Jalen even even admitted that. Uh, that, well, that and happen. to be fair, to be fair, he was asked about. Tell me where the motivation is. Who doubts yeah. you? And he said, Well, I had my own former offensive coordinator right. doubt me. Yeah. And then the media yeah. doubled down and said, Bill O'Brien. And then he, yeah. So it was kind of one of those. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, but but no, I, I was. Uh, I think I was more surprised that he would give that up and admit it uh, than anything else. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with him admitting it. I'm not. I'm not I'm not saying that, but that's tremendous. Um, uh, I, I don't want to use the word courage, but I, I, I just I just think the transparency of doing that uh, is is also fascinating. Look, you and I uh, talked about this a lot when O'Brien was there. There were times O'Brien really got past that, uh, and and probably cost Alabama a couple wins, but not being willing to run the ball. So. Uh, the um, situation right now is, is is much better, but yes, that that's something you, you don't hear every day. I'm sure that will be followed up tomorrow at media day. It will be. No, I think it will be, and, and I think next day it'll be asked about it, and yeah. you know, because it kind of gives you behind the scenes. Brent Beard, final question: Who's going to win this Rose Bowl? First time Alabama's officially been in the Rose Bowl. Since 1946, calendar year, 45 season, the Texas-Alabama game was the BCS title game. We played the Rose Bowl in 2020 in Cotton Bowl in Dallas because of COVID. Um, Who's going to win this game? Well, I think Bama wins, and and I think they win like 28-21, somewhere in there. Uh, I was at um, Pasadena in 2009. My fake brother Brent and I were. Uh, and, and just, um, that was just incredible. Uh, and I'm, and I'm certainly glad that you're having that experience of being there. Um, now look, it, it, that it's not a state of the art stadium, as you know, uh, but the, you know, the picturesque San Gabriel Mountains and the, in the history and tradition involved in that bowl. People need to make that trip at least at least once in their life. So you think Alabama wins the game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and listen, the, the the great thing about having it in the Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl was one of the impediments uh, that they had years ago that kept us from having a playoff uh, because they want to have the Rose Bowl parade and have their own thing. Uh, people will not realize, and this is a sermon on another day, what a miracle, an absolute miracle that it is that a playoff game is at the Rose Bowl uh, with what we had to deal with, with Jim Blaney, uh, the Big Ten commissioner, and people fighting uh, a playoff just to have an average Rose Bowl every year. 
I know you remember that, and and I and when you're there Monday, uh, ponder that a few minutes and how special that's going to be that it's now you have a playoff game there. Brent Beard, I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day. You, you I invite too, people to connect with you on the Twitter account. Brent Beard, First Coast News, ABC, NBC News affiliate there in Jacksonville, Florida. He's a Heisman voter. He's a college football analyst. He covers the SEC. He covers the ACC. And I know we didn't get a chance to talk about Florida State and Georgia. Uh, all we can say in Tuscaloosa is go dogs. Yeah, well, that, that game is going to be over quickly. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll suffice to say that and, and it will be, uh, uh, it, uh, the score of that game will be how much Georgia wants to dictate it. Hey, Brent. Thank you, man. Uh, Happy New Year. You thank too, you for all the 2023 appearances. Thank you. Always. We, Take care, brother. We will. Thank you. Thank you. We will continue our coverage this week presented by Remax of Gulf Shores. It is the Chuck Norwood team, over 1,900 families that he has helped serve if you're thinking about property right now, you're going through a little bit of a correction, right? Interest rates are dropping a little bit. People are starting to add inventory after the first of the year. He always tells me it picks up. It is Remax of Gulf Shores, 251-948-1212, Remax of Gulf Shores. We're going to continue with phone calls the rest of the way home. We don't have any more guests. We want to hear from you. Keys to victory. I'm asking you just a very simple question. In your opinion, keys to victory, what are they? We're live in L.A. We're continuing right here. We're also heading to the Beef Bowl, and I will put that up on Facebook. I'll do a lot of different social network side of things. We'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to head over there about 535, and in the final 20 minutes, Noah and I, we're going to play the Kevin Steele live media availability. So we were here this morning. We've got the audio. We're going to let Kevin Steele, because we don't hear from him a lot. And I rarely ever do this, but I want to get over to the – traffic is allowed. The event starts at 6, but the traffic is what they're saying is going to be a little bit of a problem. So we're going to jump into some L.A. traffic. And uh, you never know. I may grab the radio and do a little sign-out with you guys coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town. But we're, we're free the rest of the way for the next hour and 15, 20 minutes. We're going to take phone calls, 205-342-9904. Brian Hard Construction, SEC Parlay Pick, non-day died 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Dot Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Happy Friday and Happy New Year from Town Square Media. Monday, the coverage starts for the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl will be first up on Monday afternoon starting at 4 p.m. Our Alabama Crimson Tide goes against Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. And, of course, you can listen to all the coverage on 95.3 The Bear or Tide 100.9. Monday night, the Sugar Bowl will take place. Former Bama offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will lead his Texas Longhorns against the undefeated. Washington Huskies. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck on 15th Street southbound. This is near 23rd Street, downtown Tuscaloosa. Everything else appears to be moving pretty well. Of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of the clouds this morning. We're seeing it break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening. And so will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. No accumulations expected to low near 32. For your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions with a high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Spray foam insulation from Matthew Breyer's Breyer Spray Foam. Man, what a, what a great job they've done for my family. We're saving uh, between $60 and $90 every single month. It is Breyer's Spray Foam, the spray foam open cell, closed cell insulation. When you think about uh, what they're able to provide, encapsulation in the crawl space, it is Breyer's Spray Foam. Matthew Breyer's Breyer Spray Foam. And uh, you see a lot of folks that are, are expanding in this. And uh, you think about Briar Spray Foam. Uh, these guys have done a great job for me. Like I said, 60 to 90 bucks a month down. Uh, they came out, did an evaluation, said what you're heating is going out the top of your home. Uh, save that investment. And the encapsulation, the crawl space, 205-561-8393. 205-561-8393. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here to Bamanick. Bamanick, good afternoon. You're in the game. Ride, follow. How are you, I'm doing great, fella. It's colder. It's colder in America, Georgia. It's colder than a well digger's ass in the Yukon, fella. <laughs> <laughs> really? I know. Are you? I mean, are you... Yeah, I know you're over there in that 70 and 80 degree so, weather. And, so hold on, know. hold on. But I mean, it's not. It's not like the tropics here. Okay, let me let me just pull up the weather real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what it is. Oh, never mind. I'm not. I haven't even been outside. Okay, I'm going to tell you what it is right well, now. There you go, your rodeo roll or radio roll, wherever you are. Hey, is you a, want me to tell you how warm there? it is? Yeah, how Lord, warm no. is it? No, your boy's not here, man. What SEC Nation over there? SEC Network ain't down radio roll. We're tied 100.9. It's T I D E 100.9, 12:30 a.m. That's it. We're, we're the only Where station. Oh, only one over there on the radio row. Yeah. Well, you need to call. You need to call him and ask him. Say, where are you at? I thought you covered the SEC. Oh, I'll get on his. Uh, I mean, I'll get on his butt. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. want me to. Nah, I ain't gonna That's do it. that, pal. I ain't gonna do that. 
I like All talking right. to you, Paula. What have you been well, doing good. today? Thank you. What have you been doing talking today? Well, we, we had a big media event uh, this morning. We had defensive for Alabama uh, availability. We had the yeah. offense for the Michigan Wolverines. And now it's, right. uh, you know, we're talking with the best fans in the country. We're asking keys to victory. What are they, in your opinion? Uh, I'll get to that later. Okay. I want to know what an injury report. I want to know an injury report. We got anybody that has gotten hurt when they over there practicing? No, I think, the, or any I think the guys that I think the guys that were bumped in bruises. I think they're, you know, let me find some wood to knock on. Are they ready you hear to that go? Knock right there. Uh, like Jace McClellan, he didn't look like he had yeah, any I limitations. McClellan's going to play. He's healthy. He's ready to go. That's what one of the keys of victory I was going to talk about. Well, McClellan. I, I don't we think... got to have McClellan, Roydale Williams, and Jam Miller. That's one well, of I, our I keys to victory. I think you, you those questions are, are answered, yes. And Cooter Dentistry back from that concussion protocol several weeks ago, just kind of adding that to it as well. So That's right. That's and, our unless keys there's to victory. Something, yeah, unless there's something happens today, you are um, – I don't see any – Significant injuries that will play a role unless something happens between now and then. Uh, when's the last? Not, you know, it's it's three hours later than it is over there. When was their last okay, practice well, done? And well, no, no, no. They will practice. Uh, they've already practiced today, and then we're having okay. a like a steak eating competition. Oh God, no, Fowler! They they don't need to be doing all that, getting all fat and. Sick and hungover. Mm. <laughs> well, so, I mean, you, you I, do not take them out to get all out of shape and, and hungover. Hell, they might get food poisoning over there eating that food over there. Well, especially if Michigan's around, I'd, I'd make sure they cook that steak proper. You know what I mean? I hear you, fella. They got to have it well done. So um, that will be <laughs> coming up. Uh, Come on, fella. So, and I'm going to be covered a salad spin. Do you know what a salad spin is? Oh, hell, Father. Only salad I ate like I make my own salad. Okay, well, we're, they're doing a salad spin. I don't, I don't know what it is. What is that? that way. What is that? Tell um, me, Father. What is a salad spin? I have absolutely no clue. It's just on the schedule. It's part of the coverage that we're going over to to cover the Alabama football team in this contest. So I'm going over to a salad spin. I don't know what it is. You, you, you well, follow the me on Facebook? Victory, the key to victory for Alabama, every time they go to these bowls, they need to quit. Take, it's all business. It's always, every time they go play, it's business. It's business. It ain't It ain't about all that hypes and treats and whatever to get. It's business. When I saw, a, take care I saw of business. a few of the players... I saw a few of the players last night at Chick-fil-A getting ice cream. Should I tell Lord them not to buy mercy. the ice cream? Lord have mercy. You tell them it's business here. We're here to take care of business. It's business. It ain't here to be okay, so, somebody so, okay, slap so, you on the back. It's business. Okay, well, Every time saving goes, right. it's all about business. All right. Well, well but, but it, this is the fun part of being in a bowl game, okay? All oh, right, but I, I want to go back. Crap, you know that. Okay, but here, here we go, here we go, here we go. And how come, so, I, how so, come you didn't put me on there with Torres or Beard when he was on there? Uh, you let well, Slip and go. Joe and Robert get on there with Torres. He wouldn't let me get on there with him. 
You know, I'm the number one caller and have been, and uh, I, I, I wanted to talk to them. Well, um, but we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it next week because uh, they're on every week anyway. So I'll get on with them one day. All right. So, so if I see a player tonight eating Chick Fil A ice cream, what should what do you want me to tell them from Bama Nick? Well, he's probably breaking curfew, so you need to tell him to get his ass back to the, the, the motel and get in the bed before Saban does a bed check. Knock the ice cream oh. out of his hand. <laughs> Knock the ice cream out of his hand? That's what Ben yeah. and Nick want. Yeah. Tell him no. Yeah. They, need to, they okay. need to be in the bed. They need to be in their racks by 10 o'clock. Every night from here, tomorrow night, Sunday night, be in the bed by 10 o'clock. Get rid, get done with all their little hooping and hollering and going to Disney World and visit Mickey Mouse and whoever else is there. Start concentrating Goofy. on business. Business. Okay. Well, I mean, we still got a couple of days for them to dial in. It's not like, wow. you know what I mean? When Bama goes to play in championship games in the past, they've been dialed in. They don't go for that hoopla. They they have a regiment they go through. You know that. Saban keeps them on okay. a regiment. All right, all right, all right. You remember you remember years ago what happened one time when we was down in New Orleans and uh, I forget who was uh, one of them, but he was in there signing a napkin and he had an agent and I those threw him out. Cause they put All a, right. Well, I'll make sure there's you no remember napkin that? signing. Yeah, I do. Yeah, no right, napkin Babinick. signing. Hey, well, listen, Babinick, I just want to I want to thank you real quick, okay? I well, let's thank go into the keys of Victor. Well, okay, but I got to get the break too. Um, so well, here, hell, you, you ready? Forget about the break. Go ahead. Well, what no is it? Me, okay, so I want to thank you for twenty. Twenty twenty three has been a great year for this radio show. Okay. And it, yes, it, it's all because it's all because of you, right? I mean, you promised us that you were going to take us worldwide. We now get calls from Canada and Bangladesh, and so from all of us here in Tuscaloosa, we want to thank you, Bamanek. You, you, yeah, you and I want, that's promise. why I called in today. I just want to wish you a very happy New Year, Ryan Fowler. Well, thank and you, Noah, Bamanek. and everybody. That's the main reason. Just to wish you a happy New Year. And everything, and I'll be talking to you. Hang on, I mean you're you're not going to be back from the studio probably till what Tuesday. Uh, no, I'm not. Well, I'm not you'll be, you'll, when you get when we get to Houston, I'll be talking to you when you're in Houston. That's well, what, we're, Tuesday. Tuesday we'll do the show from L.A. Win or lose, we'll do the good, the bad, or the ugly. Presented by Daniel Moore, and then okay. we'll do Wednesday show. If they win, we'll do it in Vegas. If not, Wednesday show will be oh, back really? in Tuscaloosa, and and we'll cry together. Yeah, but and then we're, in other words, we're in other words, we in other words, we can get on, we can get on next week, Tuesday through Friday or whatever. Yep, yep. Thank you, Bamanek. Okay, that's what I want to know, Fowler. Thank you, my man. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I love your show, and I love you and and knowing everybody, and I, I appreciate you for having taking my call and having me on. Means a lot to me too, Fowler. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll continue with more of the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 69 northbound at Calusa. You can expect delays there. Some heavy traffic on Skyland at 69 and McFarland. McFarland heavy in the construction zone of Northport. If you see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. The venue set. Best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. It's a Bonhart Construction Friday here in Tuscaloosa. It is Med Center Urgent Care Family Medicine. No appointment necessary. The super doctors who live and work in our area. It is MedCenterUrgentCare.com. And uh, let's go right back to phone calls. Anthony, Anthony, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ron. How's it going out in the alley? Oh, it's good, man. Everything's great here. Uh, super, man. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. Right. I was just going to talk about why Michigan's probably, you know, favored and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I know they got a big thing out, this return production, you know, and uh, like Florida State's number one in returning production this year, Michigan's fifth, Texas and Washington's up there. All the good teams this year uh, are real high up on the list. And out of 133 teams this year, that's why I think Nick Saban's had his best coaching job uh, this year is because Alabama's ranked 125th out of 133 teams in returning production. You know, and, and that's just not counting the players that uh, are leaving, you know, to go to the NFL. Most of them... The year before last, if you remember, about 15 or 20 transferred. Last year, about 15 or 20 transferred. And we're a very young team, and those backups meant a lot. And for us to be ranked 125th out of 133 teams of returning, you know, production, it's amazing how great a job that our coaching staff has been able to do this year. You know, Michigan, Michigan, they're loaded. They, they've got uh, 80% of their team back. Uh, all these other teams do. 
And uh, uh, for us to be the uh, that little of experience we've had, I think it's a great, great coaching job. I, I agree. When you think about Nick Saban's coaching job, Anthony, I think this is his best. From where he took this team to where they are now, and if I would have came on the Monday after Alabama be, got beat by Texas or the way that we performed against South Florida, and I would have walked in and told you guys, hey, listen, Alabama's going to be in the Rose Bowl. They're going to play for a chance to go play for a national title. You guys would have got me the best psychiatrist in town. <laughs> I felt the same way, and everybody I know does too after watching it. Not, I just knew, you know, that uh, I, I – you know that we was probably gonna have not a not a too good a year this year. You know it's not gonna be great, and uh, I, I'm just amazed by the way it turned around. You know, and, and and how Tommy Reese got in there with Milrow and and talked with him and and went to his strengths and said, "Hey, you know what do you do good? We need to work. You know what what do you feel the most comfortable doing? You know, and, and then." Started coaching him up on that, letting him. He got more comfortable, and our lines came along. Our our, our offensive line. I mean, it just all it's just it's came into place. You know, with, with uh, all all that production leaving. I mean, it, it's an amazing coaching job, and the players. I feel like this year have bought in more and are closer together chemistry-wise than we have been the last couple of years by far. By far. Remember Saban always talked about anxiety and nervousness and all this stuff, you know, and Bryce Young was expected, you know, to to win a championship. We was expecting it, you know, but uh, it just, uh, I, I had to say that about the uh, uh, coaching, I mean, you know, and the players buying in. And, and, and so close together. I mean, it, it just, uh, it, it's been a great year and I hope, hope we can get to get two more wins and cap it off. Hello. Sorry about that, Anthony. I think uh, I'm getting Ryan back on. I think his his batteries went out. Okay, I wonder. Ted. Hey, Ryan, have we got you now? Yeah, we've got you. I got you. I don't know what happened there. It was crazy. It just went. It was like a big loud buzzer went through my ear. Anyway, it was really really strange. I mean, like the loud buzzer. But we still got Anthony on the line, so... Uh... Okay, all right. Okay, so we're talking right now with Anthony. Okay, well, Anthony, I, I apologize for that, Anthony. Keith, uh, victory, I don't know uh, what happened, but uh, there was a loud, uh, just a like a buzzer sound that went straight to my ear, and, and I, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry, uh, it's just live radio, I guess. The Michigan team's trying to sabotage you. <laughs> hold yeah, on a minute. Is. Hi, is is that what it is? Noah, you you hold on. Let me look for Connor Stallions. Let me let me see real quick. I think let that's what it is. Hold on, hold <laughs> on. Just just give me a second. Give me a second. I'm I'm gonna look. Let's see. There he is. He's over there hiding behind a sign. That's him. That's him. 
So anyway, that was weird. No, I appreciate you jumping in there for me, man. I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, I guess that's live radio is best. Well, hey, man. Hey, Ron. I, I won't keep you on the phone no longer. I just wanted to praise our coaching staff and our players for being so close together and the chemistry and everything. And if if our lines if our lines play like we did against Georgia. We can run the ball and slow them down a little. Uh, I've got uh, I got good confidence in our team, you know, to 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 win it. And I, I hope as 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 good as the chemistry and coaching's been this year, I hope we can win it all. I think we will. Got it. All right, man. Thank you so much, uh, Anthony. Appreciate Roll you. Roll right Roll back We'll break here. We'll continue our coverage live as we're in L.A. We had a little bit of technical hiccups there. don't know exactly what wrong, but uh, I couldn't hear the station. They couldn't hear me, but uh, you guys could hear Noah and Anthony. Appreciate Noah jumping in there. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tunata CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wada CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wada CPA, the official accountant of the game. Town Square. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of the clouds this morning. We're seeing it break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening and so will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. No accumulations expected to load your 32. For your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions with a high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. through there for a couple of minutes and uh we're going to continue taking phone calls and we go to alf alf good afternoon you're in the game i hope all is well ryan is, is ryan is no one going to just mention that the, the the backup meteorologist for the radio station's name is bill murray <laughs> bill well, he's murray been around day you, yeah he's been really? he's been around a long time okay. he's been I don't know if you follow a lot of James Spann's uh, weather blogs and stuff. I know Bill's a huge part of that, too. Yeah, Bill, yeah, he is in the background. But I just think it's one of the classic names that, you know, we got to – anyway. Uh, how did you not get to go today to Universal Studios? Because I got to hang out with the best fans. I got to hang out with the best fans of the country. Um, I mean, I, I, man, they've got some – that's a real – I've been to that amusement park. It's really neat. It, they compacted everything into, you know, it's – it's not well, like just, Orlando, which is still spread out. Okay, I just looked at, at, at just a couple seconds ago, and I was looking at my wife. Um, uh, my wife is is a, is a person that explores the world. Okay, right. uh, and, yeah, and yeah. she she went out to uh, Santa Monica Pier yesterday. She went out to Venice Beach. She went out to all these different places. Okay, 
She's now on the Transformers The Ride 3D because I just looked a couple of seconds ago just to make sure that she made it over there. She's been over there for a few hours, but uh, she's exploring Universal Studios. So, uh, but uh, very brave of you. I mean, I mean, it's brave of her to get out there and do that, but it's brave of you to let her, you know? I mean, that's a California is not like Leeds, you know? It's not like Coco. That's a whole (laughs) other side of the world. You think, you think, yeah, well, um, I, I don't know she, if I ever told you this. I went, I went to a, a job interview out there in 2008, and uh, my wife got in that traffic for about 15 minutes and said, no, 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 no. We're moving back home. What'd so, she do, uh, make you I, travel? Uh, no, she was in the car with me, but then she dropped me off at the interview, and she was going to go down and, and check out the store she looked up. And uh, it, it said it, would, it was only four or five miles away, so it shouldn't be a big deal. Three hours later, I found her. We're moving back to Tuscaloosa. Well, That's enough of that. Well, she did. So. She did tell me that she went out to uh, some fashion area, like a. She wanted to go out and look at. I don't know. Maybe it was Beverly Hills, but it was somewhere. Right. And what it was is like you when you would walk in, you would have to pay a deposit to go in the store. So like you couldn't just go in the store. You had to have a reservation to shop there. Uh, I mean, can the liberals not get out of their own way? Good grief. So, so like, if Sorry. you walked up to, like, let's say you walked into J.C. Penney at University Mall or, I don't know, Macy's or Belk or whatever. So you would walk in, and you would literally pay a deposit. So you would pay a deposit, right? And then you would go right. in and shop. And then they have, like, a shopping attendant that walks with you throughout. That was a little strange. I mean, that was that, – so I – um, but see, I went to the local department store, Target here. That's right here beside yeah. the uh, Grand Sheraton. And when I'd walk over to the Grand to the Target, you know, like everything's locked up because I don't, I don't think they prosecute shoplifters here. So they have to well, make sure it they where. Don't. Of course, they have to. In, okay. In, so uh, so they have, have like so how many how many homeless folks did you have to walk over to get to the Target entrance? Well, I mean, I mean, quite. I mean, there's a few, but but like. In this area that we're in, it, not as bad as I guess a few blocks away. I guess Skid Row. Is that? Am I yeah, saying yeah. that right? Yeah. That, that's oh, supposed yeah. to be Skid like Row. a, yeah, pretty famous area of of just you know you make it in, you make it out. But right, you know when you look back, it, it was um, that's a little bit of a maybe adjustment. But but like I mean I'm talking about like bars of soap that they have it locked up, so you have to go get like this attendant to let you in. To the particular counter, you know what wow. I mean. Like, like, so you're walking up, and like, if I want to buy like a uh, a jug of it's like Tide the store in Little House in the Prairie, remember that where you had to tell them what you want, and they went and got it for you. Brought it back it's to kind the of, yes, yes, kind of like that. Wow. Everything, yeah. everything is locked up. Everything. Whether well, you're, I want to get your uh, opinion real quick on two quick things. I know you're going to be running out of time here. Number one, uh, who is nationwide? Can you get a sense out there if if people are pulling for Michigan or Alabama in this game? No, I, I think it's um, – see, I think nationwide, I, I think people don't like cheaters, right? I, that's what I thought. I mean, the, Alabama is not liked because we win too much. But Michigan's a bunch of cheaters. And that's the story. So, uh, yeah. You know, Nick, right. Nick is not liked. He, he does it right. He does it the right way. Uh, second question, and I'll shut up. Uh, and that is, 
Have you got to talk to any Michigan media yet and, and kind of get their oh, take no, on no, the Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, tons. Oh, yeah, every day. Uh, every day. And they're all convinced they're yeah. going to win, aren't they? Yeah. I, I, a lot of the guys, no, no, no. A lot of the guys that we're talking about, uh, that I have spoken to, uh, no, no, they, they don't, okay. right. yeah, they're, they're not as confident maybe as, uh, some of those folks, but the ones I've talked well, to, I've, I haven't talked to a ton, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I've heard two national interviews, uh, on, on the radio and both of them just, you know, they said, oh, it's going to be a six to seven point victory for Michigan and whatnot. And I just, I, I'm stunned. Still, that the line has not moved more than the half. Uh, I, I, if, if we if we lose this game, I'm going to forget prognosticating uh, ever again because I would have blown this game, you know, so badly. Because I think that we're going to I, I seven, eight, nine, ten point win here. I don't know. Well, okay. Ryan, be careful well, out there, okay? Thank you, Alf. I appreciate it, man. Thank you as All always. Good. We'll continue with more of the game. We'll uh, finish up the final hour. Right here on a Brian Hard Construction Friday, made possible by Brian Hard Construction Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lowenkron. Today, Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson went on the record with the assertion that after their victory over the Chiefs back in Week 8, the Broncos threatened to bench Wilson for the rest of the season if he did not waive the $37 million injury guarantee in his contract. They came up to me during the uh, bye week and began the bye week on Monday or Tuesday, and they told me that uh, if I didn't change my contract, my injury guarantee, that I'd be, uh, you know, that I'd, I'd be benched for the rest of the year. And uh, for, I don't know, I think we had nine games left or so. Uh, I was definitely disappointed about it. The Broncos additionally today ruled out receiver Cortland Sutton for Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers due to a concussion. The Jacksonville Jaguars ruled out quarterback Trevor Lawrence for Sunday's game against Carolina due to a right shoulder injury. C.J. Beathard will get the start. The Raiders listed running back Josh Jacobs as doubtful for their game on Sunday at Indianapolis due to a quad injury. If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 69 northbound at Calusa. You can expect delays there. Some heavy traffic on Skyland at 69 and McFarland. McFarland heavy in the construction zone of Northport. If you see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Southern Ale House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon-wrapped meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. 
Ask for Taylor, 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. titles, 147 first-team All-Americans, 77 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines, the NCAA all-time scoring leader. Our coverage this week in L.A. is presented by Chicken Salad Chick, Taco Casa, Bet You, Blue Spring Living Water, Briar Spray Foam, Good Works Fabrication, DanielMoreArt.com, DanielMoreArt.com, Remax of Gulf Shores, Remax of Gulf Shores. It is our good friends right there, 251-948-1212. It is 205-948-1212, Remax of Gulf Shores. Uh, we're going to take phone calls here until about 30 minutes after the hour of 5 o'clock on a Brian Hard Construction Friday, and then I'm going to be going and covering it. If you don't follow me on Facebook, uh, I'm going to be covering a beef bowl. I don't know exactly what that includes, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to Lowry's. Uh, the Alabama team is going to have a several food contests. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if uh, Jalen Milrow is going to throw a, you know, a, a ribeye across the, the room. I don't know if uh, Isaiah Bond is going to catch a 31-yard pass like he did against Auburn. But either way, we're going to have some fun, and we're going to take phone calls here. We're doing Keys to Victory. Uh, let's go to Tommy and Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. All is well. How are you, Ron? I'm good. I'm good. Well, good. Good. Well, you got a suntan yet? Me, no. No. I, if you hit a stopwatch every time I went outside and you hit a stopwatch when I went back inside, I'm not sure I've been outside this the Grand Sheraton two hours. No. So, and I'm I'm being honest with you. I, I promise, it, it is. I have not been outside a ton. Well, that's all right. I mean, you have to do a job to cover the Crimson Tide. 
And it's such a rough job, Tommy. You, you feel sorry for me, don't you? I do. I really, I do. I do. I, I mean, my so, wife's at Universal Studios. One day, she's at. Uh, now, you would have loved the library. She went to the library at LA, the the gigantic library that you see on all those different movies and different things. Um, that's what she partaked in. Well, I'm glad she's getting something worthwhile. I'm glad she's riding your coattail instead of you riding her coattail. I mean, I'm glad you're helping her get more knowledge. I'm quite proud of you, Ron Fowler. I might not say that again for another year, but hey. Well, somebody's got to be somebody's got to be smart in a Fowler household, and it ain't me. I know, I know. Well, we winding down. I'm real happy. We got a commitment from the USC. DB or CB. Yeah, Domini Jackson, five star from modern day, who played last year at USC, uh, but now will be headed to the University of Alabama. That's big news. I mean, everybody's worried about next year. Well, I'm not worried about it. I'm glad we got a little update. We got to think, you know, when you're not playing the playoffs, everybody got to make a big deal. Well, we got a commitment. We got a flip. Oh, oh we come to you, Alabama. Well, Alabama get somebody. Everybody go, ho oh, hum. Well, I'm not worried about it. We're playing in the Rose Bowl Monday. And right now, that's the most important thing. Now it's time. It's the weekend. There's no more being nice to people. we got to get game face on. we got to come and play Alabama football Monday. we got to get after them. Like I told you yesterday, Mitchell don't respect nobody. And they really don't respect Nick Saban because he coached at Mitchell State. I've heard that from several of the fans. Oh, he okay. just like because he went to Alabama. I'm like, well, Alabama is not LSU. Alabama is not Michigan State. If he can win a national championship, LSU get a start. Look what he's done at Alabama. What have y'all produced in Michigan in the last 20 years? Not much. Yeah, not I much. mean, it's. I mean, they've got some national titles, but it's been a while. One, one since '97, I think, or something. Where uh, Bob Greasy's son led him to a Rose Bowl victory, I think, over Washington State or somebody. You know, wow. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm confident. We just play Alabama football. Do we don't make so is, so is that, your, is that your keys to victory, just play Alabama football? Yeah, and take things away from it. Like, our defense need to take away their offensive line, their movement. It's all about stopping it. The keys of the game to me, Monday, is all about my offense executing against their defense. Take what they give you. And I defense shutting down the run of what Michigan do. Shut them down. I mean, three plays and make them punt. Three plays, make them punt. We score a touchdown. Three plays. So, I mean, dominate them on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Got it. I think that's the key. I mean, I mean, you know. Well, you and I are, you know, very similar our opinions. Uh, when I think about it, I mean, you know, when you look at the Michigan Wolverines, turnovers are one of those things that um, they take advantage of and they create some opportunities. If you look at this team, uh, turnover efficiency or turnover uh, ratio, they're, they're ahead on that plus minus. And, yeah, they don't get penalized much and all like that. But, you know, remember, I remember we had a good team that uh, got – for like some games in one season, got some or eight touchdowns in the season, 
and we came up short in the national championship game. Just take care of business. Don't worry about next Monday after that, a week from Monday. Don't worry about that. You take care. I, you know what? I'm going to say this. You're going to laugh at me. Go ahead. Don't worry about who we People walking by Radio Row. People walking by Radio Row. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just just takes care of business, you know. It's just one more. I know people get tired. It's just one more break, one more foundation. I heard the coach across the state say, well, you just want to be another blick, breaking the foundation and champion. Come and make Auburn the blue chip, blue bloods that they really are. I'm like, I mean, somebody's smoking dope over in East Alabama. A lot of it. I agree. Well, Tommy, I appreciate you, man. I got to, I got to try to rush to some final few phone calls right here on the program, man. Happy New Year. So go see Granny tomorrow night. Thank you. Go see Granny tomorrow night, Beverly Hills. She's waiting for you. Okay, I'll be, I'll be looking. I was trying to think of Granny, Granny. Okay, the Beverly Hillbillies. I got it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you as always. We'll come back. We're going to take Brent and Mobile coming up in a couple of minutes. I do want to remind you about the pharmacy at Midtown. When you look at customer service, that is what they specialize in. But it's more than just that, right? When you think about the pharmacy Midtown, multi-dose packaging, easy prescription filling, free home delivery, uh, medication savings, quality medication, and you can refill, download the app. You can set your reminders. There's a lot of great things you can do there, but it's the pharmacy at Midtown. If you're tired of driving around the building, we're asking you not to at the pharmacy at Midtown, 205-752-0627, 205-752-0627. We roll on. We're going to take Brett and Mobile. We'll also take JR and Coker and Phillip coming up next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Happy Friday and Happy New Year from Town Square Media. Monday, the coverage starts for the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl will be first up on Monday afternoon, starting at 4 p.m. Our Alabama Crimson Tide goes against Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. And, of course, you can listen to all the coverage on 95.3 The Bear or Tide 100.9. Monday night, the Sugar Bowl will take place. Former Bama offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will lead his Texas Longhorns against the undefeated Washington Huskies. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. If you need products from Sonia at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonia at Freedom CBD and Wellness. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 69 northbound at Calusa. You can expect delays there. Some heavy traffic on Skyland at 69 and McFarland. McFarland heavy in the construction zone of Northport. If you see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Shane Alucci's got it wide open. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. 
It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Tuscaloosa has been on the edge of the clouds this morning. We're seeing them break up a little bit, but they'll return this evening and so will a mix of sprinkles and snow flurries. No accumulations expected to low near 32. From your Saturday, expect gradual clearing and cold conditions with a high of 47. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Uh, Noah back there for all that hard work and uh, we thank you for always being a part of our show uh, here in Tuscaloosa. Let's go back to the phone calls and we'll go to Brett Mobile. Brett, good afternoon. You're in the game. Yes, sir. One more time. Hey, I, I just said, hey, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I hope you're yeah. having a great day too, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's just bit, it's crazy. It's hectic. It's uh it's fun, but it's it's a little bit uh, chaotic out here. Just a little bit. Not much, but it is. I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Um, the only thing I was going to reflect on was, and I'm not sure how many times it's been brought up, I mean, after the Auburn game, when Auburn rushed for, was it 205 yards rushing? And yeah. Michigan's going to want to run the ball. And I think they did one time again. I think it was Penn State, like thirty something times in a row. It, 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 they're going to try to like pound it. And are is our middle linebackers? Are they prepared for that? Or defensive tackle? I mean, that that that's my only con- major concern about this game. Uh, outside of that, I think we can score some points on them. They got a great defense. They really do, but. But I can see them trying to will their way to win with the rushing game. I don't know if anybody's talked about that at all or at nauseum or not. Well, uh, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> rushing. But, but, but now hold on, hold on just for a minute. That, their rushing attack is solid, but it, it, it's it's one that, you know, like if you looked at rushing statistics, 
it, it's not – I mean, they're not that great at – okay, like if you looked at their average per yards per attempt, where do you think they are as far as yards per attempt? Well, I'm not worried about that. We're on the, the clock, like okay. burning clock. So, so you're saying – I understand your point, but where are they burning clock? Well, they are, and, and maybe that's the strategy that they want to take into this game. Good point, good point. But, I mean, they're like 61st yeah. in the country in yards per game. And if you look at yards per attempt, they even drop even lower than that. So, I mean, they, yeah, yeah they run the football. They're dedicated to running the football. But when you look at it, they're not ahead of Georgia in any of those stats. Well, do you think we're going to force them to start throwing the football? Uh, I'd love to see that happen. Well, I would too, but that's kind of my point. I mean, they, I don't think they think they can beat us throwing the football. They're going to have to beat us running the football and taking clock, burning clock, yeah, and and, and just grinding it out. That's just what I think Michigan's going to think. I, 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 yeah, you know, listen, I'm not cheering for them. <laughs> you know that, but no, uh, I know that. No, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just trying to. I was, been, yeah, the Auburn game concerned me. The Georgia game. Okay, wow, we're back, but I can just see Harbaugh, you know, doing that. I mean, he's 0-3 in playoffs, and he's smart when we play them in that championship game. They went 7-0, and then next thing you know, we're up, what was it, 10-7, 14-7, where it was, and uh, sorry, excuse my, but Kirby Smart after that was like, he looked like he didn't know where the hell he was. Excuse my language. He looked lost, correct or not? He did. He did. He did. Okay. Well, that's to my point. And we're going to have to do the same thing to Harbaugh. Now, can we do that and make him own for God, I hope so. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, that, that's the only concern I have with him. Michigan, is if they're going to try, try to pound the middle or linebackers prepare for that. Um, or, or what kind of defensive scheme we're going to run? I mean, you know, you know, nickel, dime. I know we're not going to run dime, but are we going to run uh, nickel in the entire game? Well, I, I think I, that's a that's a lot of the story. Is is what does Alabama do? Because it, it's not like a team that wants to throw the football. I mean, we know they don't want to. They don't want to throw the football, right? So, so no. Alabama's, you're not guarding up against like Brock Bowers and the wide receivers at Georgia where they want to be balanced. Georgia, I mean, Michigan comes in and says, Hey, we want to run it right here. Let's see if you can stop it. I'll be very curious to see what Alabama tries to stay in. And I think the, the cover corners with Terry and Arnold is also uh, a guy that should be able to shut that, uh, that team down. But hey, Brett, I got to get a oh, that... more calls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you do. I'm sorry. Roll tide, man. Hey, let's, let's, yeah. let's win it. Bring it on. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. I also want to thank all of our great sponsors uh, that have allowed us to be here. You guys are incredible. Thank you. Now, listen, we will be back on Sunday morning, and we'll do a live press conference uh, there. And then we'll start that, uh, I believe it's 1130 uh, on Saturday morning, 1030, 1030, 1030. We'll be live back on Sunday morning carrying both press conferences from both Nick's David and Jim Harbaugh. Let's go uh, maybe one more phone call here. J.R. Coker. J.R., good afternoon. Real quick, J.R., if you don't mind. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of time right here. <laughs> J.R., talk, please. What about 
Uh, I, I'm good. I hope you are, too. I'm out. i got to get rid of some of this. Well, I can't hear you. I don't know if that's me or you. How's it going, y'all? Uh, we couldn't be any better, but we can't hear you, Jr. No, I'm sorry. Let's just move on. Uh, let's yeah, Jarrett's having some problems with it. Yeah, Philip. Philip, good afternoon, Philip. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ryan. I hope you can hear me. You sound crystal clear, man. You sound great. Thank you. Good. Hey, uh, I, I, you know, I think um, the key to victory in this game is a couple things. Um, obviously, a, a quick, authoritative start for Alabama would be fantastic. And I think the players. I've been to that stadium. That's a very unique, very unique stadium. It, it spreads way out, and it's got a different feel to it, unlike any stadium I've ever been in. So I think they've got to get sort of, you know, they've got to get that atmosphere uh, in their system and, and, and get used to their environment as fast, as fast as possible when they take the playing surface. But I liken the game to a Dean Smith. I, I liken Michigan to a, a Dean Smith four-corner basketball offense that is not going to have time enough to turn into a Jerry Tarkanian offense. Does that make any sense? It does. It does. But explain yourself in a little bit, please. Well, I, I, I think they're obviously a, a, you know, a gutted out, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And I just don't think we're going to see anything much different from that. I don't think they're going to be able to adjust what they do to to start getting fancy in the in the passing game. They're just they're just not that kind of a team. So Alabama's going to have to win this game uh, tackling and 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 bringing the ball carrier down and not getting many yards after contact. That's that's where this game's going to be won. Yeah, I agree. No, I mean, great tackling is going to win the football game. I mean, for both teams, whether it's mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Milrow trying to get him on the ground or, or you're trying to do the other things. So uh, that'll be uh, no doubt, Philip. I mean, those are the keys to victory. I mean, you, you bring it up, and I mean, it's so simple, right? Tackling, tackling, it, tackling. It is kind of yours. It may be overly simple, but that's the way I look at it. I just think but, they're but, a Dean Smith-type basketball team. I think, you, I think you're spot on. Hey, Philip, i got to get out of here, man. i got to go cover this beef bowl. Uh, we're going to play Kevin Steele, the defensive coordinator. The entire media availability was about 20 minutes long. Uh, some great questions and really some great commentary. Uh, but I will be on Facebook and Twitter. We're going to be doing some things. We're covering a beef bowl uh, with Alabama's football team tonight. They're going to have some steak eating competitions and some good things. So I got to head to uh, there. But I, I definitely appreciate you for calling in. I appreciate you being patient with me. Sorry, I'm, I'm having to cut you a little Happy short. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. And uh, no doubt, uh, we'll be back on Sunday morning. We thank you for your time. Uh, we always remind you that we call this program the game. And the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Noah's going to walk you through uh, the next 30 minutes. We're going to play Kevin Steele. And then I'm going to be covering this. So find me on Facebook. I know we're going to be posting some things on Tide109.com. But one more time, we thank DanielMoreArt.com. We thank Remax of Gulf Shores. We thank Good Works Fabrication. We thank Blue Spring Living Water. We thank Taco Casa. We thank Chicken Salad Chick. We thank Bet You. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us all day. We'll be back on Sunday, and then we'll do some things on Monday as well. We'll continue right here. Noah's got Kevin Steele.
comprehensive coverage of Alabama continues right here on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Good night, Tuscaloosa. years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093, anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance, make someone smile today, Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. With only 43 seconds remaining, facing a fourth and goal from the 31-yard line at Jordan-Hare Stadium, quarterback Jalen Milrow finds himself under immense pressure, scrambling to connect with Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone for a miraculous come-from-behind victory over Auburn. The jaw-dropping 27-24 result came on the 10th anniversary of the kick six. Daniel Moore is proud to announce 4th and 31, his upcoming oil painting featuring the now-famous Gravedigger play. New Life Art is now accepting pre-orders for limited-edition fine art prints and canvases of 4th and 31. See the preliminary pencil sketch for the artist's full-color painting at danielwarart.com. Pre-order your artwork now by calling 1-800-735-2787 or by visiting danielmoreart.com. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Jada looking at it, wide open, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. All right, we are back on the air, and we're going to hear a little bit from Kevin Steele from earlier uh, to see what he had to say um, to the press and everything. So here is his interview uh, ahead of the Rose Bowl. Have you seen this uh, defense evolve over over the season, uh, in general, from week one to some some speed bumps, but now you know really rolling at the right time? Well, I think what what it goes back to spring practice. Obviously, we had some guys out in spring practice, key players. Uh, fall camp also, so repetition in terms of that in the early part of the season, and just the matriculation of of reps on the grass playing together. I think the development of the front. The, the defensive line uh, through through that growth process has been a huge jump, uh, playing really physical, really strong, good technique up front. Uh, obviously, uh, with Braz and, and uh, Dallas on the edge, we can get pressure off the edge. I think that's the biggest thing up front. Uh, in the back end, just getting them to play together. There were a lot of moving parts, and obviously we had Caleb Downs, a freshman, come in. Um, who is not playing like a freshman. Uh, and so that, then the other part of it was the, uh, you know, Dante, Deontay was the, the really the only linebacker with reps for us. So we had to, we had to get a lot of reps to two, Tresman Marshall and, and Jihad Campbell, who had not played linebacker at Alabama. And, and, and getting that in sync in actual game speed is probably where it came. 
Kevin, with a month, or, a month or so to look at this Michigan offense, what really sticks out to me so far? Well, they're, they're very big. Uh, they're very well coached. Uh, they play physical at the line of scrimmage with good technique, and uh, they're very capable of running the ball. And then they have a quarterback who is obviously very talented and understands their offense and executes at a high level, game in and game out, uh, very consistent across the board. What do you look at Blake Corum as a running back? What's the about Very physical physical runner you know he's got really good balance and body control kind of a patient guy that has a good you know one one jump skip patience find that find the hole good vision and then when he runs through the hole uh you know you're not going arm tackling i mean he's he's a very very strong lower body guy so you got to wrap it up and you got to get more hats to the ball than than he can run through Several stages of his career and time at Alabama. You know, how have you seen him change in terms of coaching style? And have you noticed any differences this year? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I have been with him three times. I've known him since 1985, so we go way back. Uh, really, to be honest with you, in, in, in terms of any difference in him, I can't tell any difference <laughs> at all. And, and but obviously. The defense has evolved from 07 to now, the hurry-up offense, uh, the spread, all those kind of things. And he's the best that's ever done it at taking and adjusting defenses. Uh, he's very, very good at it. So I, I don't think it's so much that that he's changed. Uh, obviously, uh, there are probably some little nuances in terms of the way he manages the team, but he's always managed every team different. He always says, coaches always say, coach speak, you know, every team's different. Uh, he's really good at adjusting to that, always has been. I personally think he's the best it's ever been at, at game planning and taking away what people do best. Kulin McKinstry has obviously had a fantastic season. You've coached a lot of defense in your time. Where would you rank him in quarterbacks that you've ever coached? Well, they're all different, like running backs. I mean, they're you know, I was on a on a team that had Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas on the same team in college. Uh, two Hall of Famers, totally different backs. So to compare guys, it's really hard. They're, they're different style players, and, and their strength and weaknesses are different. Uh, highly competitive, highly intelligent, and just understands the game to where he's a step ahead. And that's that's probably the biggest thing with Kool-Aid. It's got to be nice to have a guy on the other side in three, Terry Arnold, kind of complimented and done different things, but really locked down both sides of the quarterback. Well, it's it's hard. People don't realize how hard it is, but uh, you guys have seen it. you covered a lot of ball. When you have a guy like Kool-Aid on one side, where does everybody want to go? The other side. And when that pressure's on you, and um, that's, you know, corner's hard enough. You're on island, literally. And so when you're opposite somebody who is established, it puts a lot of pressure on you, and he's handled it remarkably well. Very, very smart, very competitive, um, and he's kind of got ice water in his veins. He, he, we always talk about play the next play. He probably does as good a job of being able to play the next play as anybody. You mentioned Marshall and Campbell as two guys who needed rest because they hadn't played a lot. Kind of same deal with Tim Keenan up front. What, what has he brought to the defense? Well, first of all, he's a grown man. Uh, he is a strong, strong guy. 
but he's very, very mature. He, he's a pro. Uh, he he comes to work every day. He's consistent in what he does. He does not have ups and downs. That's a hard job when you got 300 pounds on your right ear and 300 pounds on your left ear coming at you. And, of course, he's a very powerful man, very strong, uses his hands very well. But, uh, again, I go back to those guys. You know, you have to be a smart football player. And uh, our whole defensive line, we've got some really, really smart guys. But Tim is kind of a guy that uh, he kind of knows what's coming before it happens. Malachi said he has to remind himself sometimes that Caleb Downs was still a freshman. When did he stop looking like a freshman to you? Uh, we got in about the same day, and I didn't know he was a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a defensive lineman. you got Dallas Turner and Braswell, but Justin Boydby kind of goes under the radar sometimes. How beneficial is it to have a guy like that as kind of one of your third or fourth guys on that? Yeah, uh, Justin, number one, you'll see him here in a minute. He's a large man. He's very powerful. Uh, but it goes back. That was one of the guys, you know, with his neck situation, not in spring practice, early fall camp limited. And so we had to, you know, it, he's it just come out of it. He's healthy. He feels good. And he's just improved every week. Um, he is a, uh, a very serious person, very serious about what he does. And so he is a he is a force. I know the job's not finished right now, but how proud of you are, are the, of this defense? I mean, think about the teams you face. Texas, Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, Tennessee, LSU, Georgia, and this defense has responded well in, in several matchups. Well, I think this group of guys, they're very competitive. They're extremely competitive. They are extremely coachable. This group is extremely coachable. Uh, and, and they work very, very hard at understanding what we're doing, but understanding what the opponent is doing too. Uh, we just got, I, I go back to this, I've said it several times, very impressed with the competitive spirit of the guys, but also their football intelligence. Uh, these guys, they're, they're, they're easy to coach. Kevin, it seems like Jim Harbaugh always preps a trick player or two for big games. How do you go about kind of trying to predict and prepare for something like that? For big games? trick play for big games for any games. Yeah, all games. Uh, not correcting you, but uh, you don't you don't put on the film. Uh, that's part of their offense. They're, and so it's all about eye control. You know, you got to know your job. You got to do your job. You got to be very, very disciplined with your eyes because they're going to, you know, they're going to have what we tag as gimmick plays. But it's, it, in some offenses, gimmick plays, they pop up in certain occasions. They, they pop up when you least expect it it's part of his offense uh i mean it's in it, it appears it's in every game plan so you rep them like you do anything else but it still comes back to eye control you know if you're looking at the right things you know you'll you won't run into something Coach, what does you, your run defense learn from the auburn game well the the auburn game obviously we're we've been very good at run defense all year uh that was a little bit uniquely different in that uh you know, they they did some things different uh, than was on tape, and we got it adjusted second half. I think the biggest thing was just, uh, again, uh, the run fits. you got to be disciplined in it. You, you know, you can be too tight, you can be too wide, and it's a difference in three yards and 30 yards. And so just the discipline of it. Ask Coach Saban early on the year about uh, your offensive side of the ball and, 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 and Tommy Reese, 31 years old as an offensive coordinator in Alabama, is pretty impressive. 
what's the relationship been with you guys, and what have you seen out of him? We were really impressed with the stuff he's well, doing. Both of my children are older than him. Um, so... Um, it's uh, Tommy is. I've known his dad for a long time. Back when he was an assistant at UCLA, I've known Tommy for a long time. Number one is uh, Tommy is a very very smart guy. He understands football at a high high level for 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 being young. But as as smart as he is, it's not surprising. Uh, the best thing about it is you think about Tommy is that Tommy is a tough guy. You know when you're a quarterback play caller, college quarterback, um, you know, you may have this perception of just, okay, he wants to throw the ball all over the lot. He's a tough guy. He understands the physicality of football. And and, and in the SEC, that's important. So uh, very impressed with him. He's got a bright future, a bright future. There's been moments this year where uh, your boss has been smiling a bit more, laughing a bit more. Apparently after the SEC championship, he was dancing in the locker room. I don't know if you saw that at all, but have, have you seen any new sides of him come out this year? Well, like I said before, I, I've not noticed anything different. I've known him for a long time. Uh, he smiles at the right times. It always has. Uh, and uh, so... No, I really hadn't noticed anything different. Uh, now, the dance was different. Okay. The dance was different. Uh, Can you show us what his moves were? Uh, not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, did he have to sell you on coming back? What was that conversation? <laughs> well, it, it was interesting. Um, you know, we've known each other a long time. I personally think, number one, and I've been in football a long time. My dad was a coach, too. Um He's the best that's ever done it, and the way that he has the program at Alabama and the university, the way they're committed to it, and I grew up in the state, um, it's kind of hard to say no to the University of Alabama football. It's really hard or next to impossible to say no to Coach Saban, and so uh, it was a pretty one-sided conversation. Yes. <laughs> Coach, how much has recruiting changed? You, you know, you mentioned you, you've been around a long time, known Coach Davis since 1985. There was a time when half of Alabama's roster was Alabama guys, and now it's a national brand. How much more pressure is it to recruit guys coast to coast? Well, uh, recruiting has changed to where I'm not sure it's recruiting anymore. Um, it's evaluation. Obviously, we have NIL, Transport Portal in it now. Uh, the NIL, that's changed recruiting. It used to be a relationship. Stay close to home. Go to your favorite school. Uh, go to your favorite coach. Uh, go to the coach that you had relationship uh, a relationship built with as a position coach or a recruiter. And there's so many other factors that go into it now. Uh, all the way from you know playing time to finance. And so it, it's a lot of moving parts. It's completely and totally different. Completely and totally different. A lot of the players seem to enjoy being around Coach Travis Robinson. How much growth have you seen out of him as a coach this year? Well, Coach Robinson is, again, very, very smart. Very smart. Uh, he is a uh, great teacher. He's a great recruiter. He has very good relationship with people. He's got really good people skills. He's uh, a great communicator. He has a bright future. Uh, you know, I personally think, this is my personal opinion, I think in the very near future, he will be somebody's head coach and be very successful doing it. Kevin, I was 
hoping you can explain this. You said that it's way different now recruiting, but at the same time, you said this is one of the most coachable teams you've had. So, you know, how do you find or how do you get to that place, I guess, when the relationships are maybe different in the beginning, but you still have to form this Well, I think it's basically you got to get the right guys in the room. They got to be made of the right stuff, you know, and, and coach does a great job in the evaluation process of getting players that fit what he wants to do. And so I, I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's one of the keys to success through the years is the evaluation process, not just athleticism, but the other things, the intangibles, competitive spirit, football IQ, uh, drive to be great, those kind of things. With the transfer portal, have you seen that you had to change your recruiting approach at all in terms of guys who might be comfortable waiting a year or two and not immediately jumping in the portal if they don't play that first year? Well, that's that's uh, that question is kind of like the ocean bottom, uh, the ocean floor, continuously moving. It's always different, and uh, you know, having a player who used to wait behind an all-american first round draft pick for a year or two and know that he was the heir apparent uh, in a lot of cases those days are over now and you just deal with it as it happens because you really don't have any control over it five minutes remaining and then we will switch the uh, players all right, so I got to ask. Lane Kiffin earlier this year said they he intimated that they had taken play calling away from you. What did you think of that? And uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I know Lane. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think he said it? I I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Did they take the play call away? Did they that change? No. Coach, you talked just briefly about Caleb Downs earlier. He said, you got in the same day as you, but uh, Coach Satan talks about a lot of maturity that he has as a player and the next play mentality. Can you just elaborate a little bit more about his play style and when he has 99 tackles coming into this game? Caleb Downs. Yeah. I, you know, it, Caleb's just a football player. And uh, I know that's kind of a broad statement. Um, he, he's very smart, very competitive, very mature. Um, and it just has an athletic, athletic skill set that, that really allows him to be a great player. You know, some of it's a gift, but it's also the way he's made up. I'll, I'll help you on one of your questions, though. Who do you think the defensive coordinator at Alabama is? Who? Who? Name but one. He's, a, he's won seven national championships. As long as you know that, we're good. <laughs> There's nothing else, guys. We'll move Kevin Coach on into the next room. Has he evolved at all in terms of how hands on he is with the defense? No. Still the same as when I used to go visit him at Michigan State when he was the head coach there. Uh, brilliant defensive mind. Brilliant. Uh, one step ahead all the time. Uh, probably, I mean, it, he has the ability to see things and take away what you what you do best instantly, instantly, and adjust it instantly. 
this guy that was saying he knows you know how to get him going from a motivational standpoint. How do you know when to pick and choose? Who's that? Deontay Lawson was just saying, um, you know how to motivate him. When do you know when to pick and choose when, when you've got a lighter fire under there? Well, they're, they're all different. They're all different. Uh, the way you communicate with them is all different. They all have different personalities. Deontay is one that uh, you can be very direct and calm with him. Um, you can talk to him with your eyes. You really can. Uh, and then every now and then, you know, he might need a little stronger encouragement. Uh, and he's got the kind of personality that takes coaching very well. But this whole group does. Do you need your middle linebacker to kind of be a calming presence as the quarterback of the defense? No question. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts out there. And there's a lot of communications, a lot of checks. And uh, you got to be able to react under fire. Kevin, have you had to evolve the way you communicate with players over the years? Or are there still guys out there who can take the kind of coaching that, that people did in the 80s and 90s? Uh, well, I don't think you could coach like you did in the 80s and 90s. If you did like you did in the early 80s, we'd be, they'd arrest us. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've had to evolve. Okay, guys, we're going to move Kevin on to the other one. You got it, Mike. That was Kevin Steele talking to the media today ahead of the Rose Bowl, which is coming up on Monday. We're going to take a quick break here, then we'll come back and wrap up the game here on Tide 100.9. If you need products from Sonya at Freedom CBD, today is the day. Yes, indeed. She's going to be open from 2.30 to 4.30 this afternoon, so you can run by and stock up. Otherwise, you'll have to go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com and place an order. She and the guys and the elves and everybody else will be packing them up and sending them to you. Happy New Year from Sonya at Freedom CBD and Wellness. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on 69 northbound at Calusa. You can expect delays there. Some heavy traffic on Skyland at 69 and McFarland. McFarland heavy in the construction zone of Northport. If you see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days that Townsend Nissan was savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093, anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance, make someone smile today, Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9. This has been The Game with Ryan Fowler. Ryan is out. He is off checking out some of the media stuff out there in Los Angeles, California. And so uh, we're wrapping up the show here, uh, closing things down, and we'll see you next week. You can catch Ryan. Uh, he's going to do a special Rose Bowl preview show on Sunday, uh, 10.15 to noon, 10.15 a.m. to noon on Sunday. So be sure to tune in and catch that. Uh, you can tune in right here on Tider 1.9 or download our app, the Tider 1.9 app for free. And um, then we'll all come back together for the game on on Monday. So we'll have our pregame starting at 11 a.m. And then the 
Crimson Tide Sports Network will take over at 1, and then the tip-off for the game will be uh, later on at 4, and the game will continue, and then we'll have our post-game breaking things down later that evening. So be sure to tune in for all that, and then we're back to normal programming, back to Ryan on Tuesday. So stick around. Thank you for uh, staying around to um, close out the show with us. Roll Tide, and have a good weekend, everyone. Happy New Year. Listening to the game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sport, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Are you?